I psyched him out. One. <laughs> We're already live. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. To Blood in the Bayou. A Vampire the Masquerade V5. Live play. And, of course, I like to mess with my players. So. Uh, hopefully, everybody heard the lovely, mature audience's content warning. If you didn't, uh, mature content. It's here. They're monsters. Do bad things. It's not the players. It's the monsters. It's the characters. There we go. Content warning. I will read this. This is a mature audience's live show. That means we're going to deal with tough topics. We're portraying vampires who have left their human lives behind. Ex expect that they're going to make bad decisions and deal with difficult themes meant for an adult audience. These themes may include, but are not limited to, body horror, murder, gore, extreme emotional situations, and graphic images. Remember to not hold these actions against the player, just the character. And we already have a stretch redeem, but I'm going to substitute that with rum. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully everybody is doing well. Uh, this is our bi-weekly Bloody Thursdays. Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, every other Thursday, you will see blood on the clock tower here on roughly this time on Same Bat Channel. Uh, Pixie, Matt, did you guys have anything you want to talk about before we jumped in? Yes. Jason from Critical Dice is a big honking dude that likes to hit things. He also likes to sell you dice. save you guys money the first they can't one hear on... the players by the way oh no I remember how i told you i was gonna mute you guys <laughs> no I, I don't remember i, I muted you guys and then uh didn't, and then you didn't unmute, didn't do the unmute. <laughs> oh, thank you everybody just coming to do uh season one episode one i hope you Yay. liked episode zero because that's probably the best we're gonna fucking do tonight <laughs> <laughs> so uh welcome to the party matt would you like to do that from the top sir hell yeah uh, Critical Dice, he's one of Sway's um, uh, teammates, that's the word, not opponent, that's not correct, one of his teammates on PvP, um, you know him as Jason, playing Gath, and he has an amazing store, Critical Dice, and they are friends of the channel, and they are um, sponsoring the channel as a whole, and we have two deals for you, because we like to save you guys money. The first is on their subscription service, uh, each, you get monthly boxes filled with dice, pins, shirts, I think hats, D&D &D miscellany. You get two, there are two options, a regular and an extra large for $6.99 and $12.99. And if you use the code REPRPG, that is R-E-P-R-P-G, you get 50% off of your first box of that subscription. It's a great fucking deal. I think it's and just then, the dice for the small one. I think it's just dice. Maybe. The info is on He has on different the... boxes Surprise, that have cool, but like the actual, yeah. Yes. And then also we have an affiliate link, which was posted in the chat, and that will get we'll you 20% off of all of your purchase other than subscriptions. So anything that is not a subscription, you get 20% off of your entire purchase, which again, on his store, he sells dice, pins, t-shirts, hats, I think even mugs, um, anything and everything D&D related. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Um, and whenever you're buying Click Clack Math Rocks, for you and all of your Dice Goblin friends, 
that can save you a lot of money. So be sure to use our affiliate link to be able to save yourself some money. That's it. So Wolfie said that they uh, just noticed that our clans are on the squares now. Yeah, they are. So big shout out to Pixie for hooking us up with this lovely overlays. Hell her wonderful, yeah. awesome self. And uh, keep going. It's fine. <laughs> and she's wonderful and awesome and pretty. Yeah, uh, you guys will also probably see uh, some friends of the stream come in here in a little bit. And uh, the the little emblems on the we actually completely stole that from them. Um, <laughs> but uh, we did not. We did. We did not. But uh, we we saw it. We liked it. We've seen it on a couple other streams and really liked the way it looks. And it, it cleaned up the image a lot. So we decided to go with that. We're still building, so there's going to be changes every episode for a little bit. Uh, so appreciate you guys being there. Well, we have our storyteller, that loser, muting his entire stream besides him, <laughs> <clears throat> and you know, not embracing one of his players in session zero. But it's good because they're embraced. And trying to ghoul another one. <laughs> trying to fucking ghoul David. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. That would have that been funny if it worked out that way. We're like, haha, you thought. Borrow <laughs> commentator. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're going to go ahead and jump in and sink our fangs into episode one, season one of Blood in the Bayou. And we're going to start off with introductions if we want to go clockwise, starting with uh, Pixie there. Pixie, who are you and what are you playing tonight? Thank you. <laughs> I'm Caitlin, also known on the internet as Pixie, on board with that. Um, I'll answer either. And I am playing Siren, a shortly to be turned Toreador. Meg. Hi, I'm Meg. I'm playing Gem, a Malkavian. <laughs> David. Favorite. They see them in a different order than Sway does. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I'm like, you. I'm fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Hey, everybody. I'm David. I'm playing as in a Ventrue. And I'm Matthew. And I'm playing Jace uh, Tremere. Yes. And apparently uh, my internet is connecting to chat again. So lovely times. What fun. What fun. It should be good. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. Listen, good storytelling <laughs> supersedes bad tech. I agree. I'm just saying. Hell yeah. It it absolutely does. Zero drop frame, so it's just the Twitch actually the the channel itself. So now we're going to um go I'm just going to pay attention to OBS cuz if not I will mess up the order that everyone else sees. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and kind of do a little bit of a recap of last episode. It was a session 0. So Everything is a little bit hazy for everyone involved. So if there are changes to happen, there are changes that will happen. So on last episode, we embraced the majority of our characters in a variety of ways. Addison found out that uh, a one-night partner of his, a one-night lover, that he thought he stacked the cards against he realized he wasn't even playing the same game. And with a very lucrative check in hand and possible eternity to use it, he became one of the most sought-after fledglings, or baby vamps, for a variety of clans 
the Nosferatu wanted to bite him, embrace him, and ruin his good looks to teach him not only humility, but to bring him back closer to humanity. And it really is to show you that no matter what you see on the outside, you don't know what lies in the mind of another. With Jace, he found out that his co-worker and employer was a little bit more than meets the eye. And working at a metaphysical shop with a vampire for over a year and a half proved his worth unknowingly to him, proved his worth to be embraced. His sire, who has more magic in her blood than the entirety of New Orleans, works at her little metaphysical shop and has given a little taste of that magic to Jace. And Jem. Oh, Jem. Jem was a CD, well, still is, and you haven't technically quit your job yet. <laughs> um, she worked at a CD and vinyl store, helping people pick out and find the music of their souls. Very thoroughly, she will help you find the right song that is meant for you. And a person came into her shop who unknowingly to her was looking for, for lack of a better word, a sign. And he went into the shop in which Jem worked and was suggested a song. And what song was that, Jem? Um, sorry, <laughs> Forget it's not push and talk. Um, yeah. Wild Horses by the Sundays, the cover. Which just happened to be this individual's favorite song, at least in this century. <laughs> <laughs> but was more of a surprise to not only our players, but the entire Kindred community as a whole, was that individual was the prince of New Orleans. A young Malkavian. Surprises all around. And we left each of them moments after the embrace. Except for the siren of our group. Her sire, Vegas, given the last name Laughlin, was a, is a bartender, not bartender, sorry, a bouncer, for some of the local bars and clubs and concert venues. He's a Toreador. Built like a brick shit house, apparently. Yeah. And he's not your stereotypical Toreador. He does love the arts. He does love the humanity and the passion involved. But he brooks no shit when it comes to people hurting those around him. And when Siren decided to step in and handle their own shit in help of someone else, Vegas caught, she caught Vegas's eye. And we left off with everyone being embraced 
and Siren in Vegas driving off. Now, is there anything on this drive before you arrive to an unknown, undisclosed, not creepy at all, death, you know, location? <laughs> is there anything that you would like to talk to him about? Because everybody else had a little bit of time to have a conversation with their sire before, you know, nom. So is there anything nom. that you would like to to briefly talk to him about? Mm. For for a while, she'll ask about um, the club scene <clears throat> casually about, uh, you know, favorite other local bands, you know, because he's seen some of her shows you mentioned and and favorite, you know, have you did you see when so-and-so played? Were you around when, you know, Miles Davis got to play. How you've been around that long? Have you been around like old and new talking about people who've maybe played at these clubs? Um, and you, you get the distinct impression from the conversation. He, he says, uh, yeah, no, yes, kind of. And then in briefing and it, you, you get the, you get the impression that he's, he doesn't want to tell you everything yet. Yeah. That's um, fair. he, he responds, well, like, have you heard of these guys? Have you heard of, uh, God, it's horrible. They try to do like a a cabaret style stage performance, the the Moulin Rouge, but it's spelled badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she'll. I never kind worked of, that venue again. Well, I mean, obviously, why would you? Uh, you should always only work where hmm, the music is worth it. Even just one, even just one group a night. And that's where we found you at. <laughs> and you continue to drive for a little bit longer. And do you want to describe your concert venue that you missed? God. Yes, with the knowledge that I don't actually know New Orleans, so it's fake. Um, uh, for everyone watching, none of us are from New Orleans. And uh, while a great location for a story, uh, we're all going to have to take a trip down there. Get some, and we will. get some bourbon <laughs> and we will but for now um we're making some shit up mm -hmm. um this was the biggest venue that she should have been uh that she would have played at um not even just since coming here but ever uh the the show that she missed um because embrace kidnapping um would have been um at this big like a brewery <laughs> that has the stage venue in it. Um, one of those places where they theme the drinks every night to match the, the headliner and they were supposed to be the headliner. Um, and so it was, I mean, they theme the colors, they theme the everything they've got. Um, they've got color spots down on the floor that just echo the, the lights that are happening on stage. So people who are dancing down in the pit feel like they're on stage with the band. Um, and it's just completely, blended seamlessly almost to the point where you would expect the musicians to be on the ground with you, even though they're slightly separated. Um, and it's got a couple of layers of balcony that will overlook the floor down below. So when you go upstairs, it's not just a secondary floor, it's a balcony around. So you've got a second bar and places to sit, but you can look over the edge. If anyone's been to House of Blues over at um, Disney Springs, it's a little similar vibe to that. Um, and so there's these multi layers and she used to sit and watch from up top, um, never being able to afford to necessarily be on the ground floor, but hanging out, sneaking, sneaking in backstage and going up the stairs and, and just watching from above the, the musicians there. And it was all she wanted was to be on that ground floor and on that stage. And it was the just biggest venue 
coolest venue, most intimate while still being big and grand place that she had ever seen. What's funny about this is unlike the other players who have essentially time skipped to the following night, you haven't had your embrace yet. You haven't missed anything yet. Oh. And then you pull up. And he, like he did, he, like he initially did and opened the door for you. He gets out. Very tall, very muscular, African-American guy, dreads. He walks around and he sees the look of the fuck on your face. And he opens the door on your side, reaches out a hand to you. It's time to see your show. And you hear, because you're parked close enough, he's got enough pull that parking isn't really an issue. And he he grabs your hand and waits for you to grab it and get out of the car. This time she takes it. And he carefully, casually gets you out of the car and shuts the door and extends an arm out to escort you forward. And you see the line. It's it's about it's about what you would expect for a a relatively good band that has a little bit of word of mouth, mm-hmm. um, but not enough to like they're coming from cities away. Mm-hmm. So you have the the usual nightly crew, and then you have people that yeah, you guys you guys should have really seen these. They're awesome. And then he escorts you past the line. Nods at the bouncer. Obviously, he's going to get in. Not only is he who he is, but he's also a well-known bouncer in the area. And you guys skip the line and you walk inside. And as soon as the door opens, you hear your playlist, your songs, your band songs being played, rocked out. And you you can't see from where you guys are at the, the actual stage um, as much because all the crew and all the people in the bar and people trying to go into the bar area, then leave, then people dancing. And you, you see a lot of very energetic people listening to your music. And he walks up to the bar. You want a drink? All of the drinks, please. And he, he gets you a, a nice, like a double rum and Coke. And he, he gets himself a, uh, a whiskey sour. And again, he extends his arm and you guys start walking forward and you see rock candy on stage. And you see you on stage. You're drumming 150 feet away on the stage. What do they put in these? What the fuck? Just relax. Some things had to be taken care of. Who is she? She's a friend. It's amazing what some makeup, some good stage lights, and a wig will do. She's not as good as you, though. No, she's... And you see, you see your bandmates, they're... Rock along. She hasn't missed anything. She maybe doesn't have your energy, but she's not 
She's not bad. She's not she's not blowing anything. But also you're you're left with a the look of your bandmates are playing with her. Well <clears throat> Do they know? Let's find us a place to sit. And two more of these, please. We'll get that taken care of. And he just raises a hand to the bartender and says, two points at you. Guy nods. And you guys go find a nice little corner area of the bar that's close enough to the stage where you can see everything. But you know, being on the stage, some of the best things about being on stage is those lights blind you to the crowd. They see you and you don't have to look in their eyes if you're horrible or if you're awesome and you you need to continue. It gives you the benefit of when you're on stage being a little bit hidden, even when you're in full view of everyone. And you guys go to the kind of corner of the bar and the music is good. It's loud. You know these. You're like, oh, no, she got it. Okay. And... He leans in. They think it's you. We had to move up our timeline. This was supposed to be your last gift. So instead, and then he, he turns one second. And you, you don't hear anything come up because the music is playing, but he turns around and he grabs your two drinks. And he goes, uh, I guess your last gift is uh, double fist in this. Not at all, yeah. <laughs> just, um, and he, I, he lets you just kind of take in the fact that. What what, what are you taking in at this point? What are, you? I've told you everything you're saying. A lot. <laughs> A lot. Um, like you can tell she's maybe a little bit shorter than you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I mean, she could she could pass in a police lineup as the siren of rock candy. And you realize yeah. this time it's not it's not two rum and cokes. It's two house drinks for tonight. And it's this fruity little drink, but it has a rock candy stick stirrer. Thanks for being in my head as I literally was imagining that when I talked about custom drinks. Fuck you. Okay. <clears throat> she she stops. She, she's watching the... By halfway through the second drink, she stops watching the band. You're ready and she to starts, go. She starts watching the people instead. The crowd. The crowd is... Like I said, they're not, not all of them there are to see you guys. You do look around and you see that there are people enjoying the the music. None of them are hating the atmosphere. But there's, there's people who are just there to enjoy their night out, you know, Mm -hmm. to pick up a new significant other or enjoy their significant other for the nights or enjoy their long-term significant other. This is New Orleans. This is a bar. It's a brewery. It's a stage venue. You have a mix of reasons why people are in there. You do see some people up there that 
like up near the front that are just watching the band. And you can tell you've played with these guys before in similar venues. You can tell that they're, they're enjoying themselves, but not as much as you've made them enjoy them. before. You have always been the pulse of the band. You're the drummer. And while the performance is good of the drummer, the passion she can't match her passion for it. You let me know when you're ready. We need to talk. You have access to their set list at all, or is that too much? And he he just pulls out from his vest pocket and hands it to you. She scrolls down the list, and a lot of them are covers. But she scratches out a song that's a song she wrote and she hands it back and says, don't let them play this. And then we can go. No one plays that but me. There. And he walks over and he kind of slides it on the side of the stage. And one of the guitarists looks down and and because he, he tosses a 50 on there. And he just. Cool. And just kind of like walks like you can tell the band doesn't know this guy other than from seeing him at venues and stuff. But between knowing that he will take care of some shit yep. and dropping a 50. Yeah. And you, you see the song that you marked off was the next one to play. And so they take a break to kind of wave, take a drink. And then they jump into this. The, not the song that you marked out, the next song. You ready? Yeah. And he escorts you out just as gentlemanly as proper as possible as he did walking in. And he opens the car door and says nothing. And you climb inside. And he walks back around and gets into his side. And I'm sorry. And then he turns on the ignition, puts it in reverse, and starts driving away. Did you say anything to him on the way out? <clears throat> I hope your timeline was goddamn important. Or I am. Because. You were important not to pass it up. As far as the timeline. There are some things that you don't get to say so in. And he says that isn't like you don't, but you can tell he really means that he had no fucking choice in the matter. Oh, hmm. I believe that. <laughs> I'm painfully aware of it, in fact, so I'm not going to hold it against you. But And then you guys hmm. drive, and it's, it's a quick drive, but it's about 10, 15 minutes away, and you pull up to a nice, what used to be, uh, probably a, a plantation home. Um, this being New Orleans and being what it is. And uh, this is my place. Nice. I'll explain what needs to be explained, but uh, we don't have all the time in the world. After you, sir. No, after you. Hmm. And he, he lets you kind of 
like obviously you're going to the front door <laughs> so there's not there's not a huge um question about where you guys are going that's fair uh, Hecate, thank you so much for the the raid we love, love your you, face Hecate. um <laughs> thank you guys for giving her a shout out he's wonderful so and he goes to the front door and he unlocks it opens the door and waits for you to step inside mm-hmm. and you do and it is it is gorgeous in in the most like it looks like a mansion on the outside yeah. and you walk in and it is like it's like you walked into like an 80s rock bar yes <laughs> you know there there is there are guitars hanging up mm. there <laughs> Uh, you don't see a drum set, but you know, right. maybe, maybe one day. She plays um, other stuff. She wants to touch them all. And and he sees you kind of like look and like, uh, no. And then you guys, you guys keep walking in. You've you've had pretty much enough to drink for tonight. We need to have a clear head for this conversation. I'm not even anywhere close to my limit, but trust me, my head's as clear as it's gonna be. And then uh, he he does pour a glass of of wine. Hmm. Um, you look around and like the the wine tastes don't really match up with the the decor. No, but you can tell that the common theme here is beauty and taste. Yeah, and we're gonna have our first roll of the night here. God, good, excellent. <laughs> So for those of you guys who don't know, we're rolling roll. T- uh, we're on roll twenty. Uh, we're actually going to see if this will work here. Ooh, okay. It did not love it. Uh, you guys, I guess, can't see the roll. Um, they can trust us. It's okay. They can trust us. I can see your roll, and that's yeah. what matters. Yeah. Um, what we're gonna do is, I want a wits and awareness from you, please. Okay. Okay. And I want you to take a negative one for your modifier for being a mortal. Who has had a rough night and gotten reasonably intoxicated in a reasonable short amount of time. Okay. Where the fuck is awareness? Don't let me. Where? So awareness is going to be on the first page. If you scroll down underneath your willpower and health, there's your skills. Mm -hmm. Awareness is on the right because it is a mental skill. Okay. Yeah, they did. They just brought out uh, Roll20 just brought out VTM support. Yeah, it popped up and disappeared. Yeah, it's good times. Got it. Modifier minus one. Okay. Oh! What was it? Oh, no. So you... (laughs) Oh, no! No, you have have at least one thing in wits, right? I do. Yeah. So click awareness. I did. And whenever it says input value, make sure to drop that down to your attributes. Wits? I did. Oh. I did that. Let me, let me try this. We're going to try it on one side. Rolling awareness and then the wits. Because the real submit. life siren is also drinking at the moment. I, <laughs> never. It still says zero. I have two in wits, but I cannot roll wits with the second attribute of awareness. So I then had to roll do the other awareness roll. within wits. Click on awareness first. I did. Yes. Oh, okay. That's awareness. exactly what I did. You have nothing in awareness. I know. Which is why you're only rolling two dice for wits yes and negative one so i'm only rolling one so that is why okay oh there we go that's how i rolled one so you don't you you look around and like i said there is beauty here 
there is fine taste here. It's his taste, but it is, it's not exactly against your taste. Hmm. Probably wouldn't pick this house, but no. you might have picked a decor. Uh-huh. Posters. Uh, you see that some of the guitars have autographs on it. I was about to say, just, yeah. I, I would like to like notice, um, you, I would you like didn't. to be like, <laughs> no, fuck. I, I wanted to say, like, I noticed some specific guitarist, but never mind. You're right. I know nothing. You you do notice, like, some of the similar, like, the styles, and you're like, oh, that could, shit, that could be. And you just go and you, it's not the fact that you're oblivious, it's the fact yeah. that you're overloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. And actually, you, you, well, no, you don't have to roll that negative yet. I was like, you should have rolled a negative too, but that's. Because I'm drunk? No, nope, that's in a minute. No. Oh no! So <clears throat> he leads you back to the couch, and you guys, you guys have a seat. And whether you drink your wine or not, he is—he offered it to you because mm-hmm. he is who he is. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be tomorrow night. Your band is supposed to play tonight, and you were supposed to be on stage. So before we go any further with this, let me tell you how the world really works. There's shit you can do. There's shit you can't do. That, the the change in plans, that was shit that I couldn't change. But I also couldn't provide the opening that I want to provide for you for a simple, nice walk away. Mm. So we had to do that without you. One favor that I had to call in was someone to actually be you. The next was to actually have your set list. And the third was to have before and after taken care of with, uh, we'll say their perceptions of who you are. That is three for you. Don't ask if I think you're worth it. You are the one that I chose because I see further reaching talent than what you can see. And I'm not alone in this. I didn't have the final say in that You are going to be mine tonight. (laughs) So. (laughs) Having seen the faces of the people in the crowd. You're probably right. Because if I'd been playing some of those songs. Everyone would have been watching the stage. And that's what I. Deserve. And someday I'll figure out how to do that. It just may take longer than uh, anticipated. So. It's funny you say something taking longer (laughs) than anticipated. Mm. You're going to have some time on your hands. (laughs) I need to not look at Megan and Matthew (laughs) ever. I need to. (laughs) Everyone likes Vegas. Uh. Because he says things that you don't know is 
But, I'm a fan. Carry on. So uh, earlier, <laughs> earlier tonight, hmm. as in two weeks ago, yeah, I asked you, how bad did you want this? You still have a choice of whether to go forward or not. Not all of us were given a choice. However, it was expressly stated that you all will. That's the thing, though. I don't. The minute I decided to leave home and chase who I wanted to be, that was always going to be what I decided. And if you're telling me I can do more of what matters, what matters to me, then I didn't have a choice. This is my choice. I'll figure out the rest of it as I go. I always have. Well, the benefit is you'll have the time to figure it out. <laughs> and he stands up and he extends a hand to you. Mm-hmm. And to to join him in the vertical position. I do so. Tiny siren. <laughs> and you won't have to do it alone. Mm. Not forever. That'll be new. So I ask you a final time. Do you want it? I think I need it. And then, as we have used our content warning judiciously in multiple yes. recordings, so many times, and uh, me saying it again, just like I did before we um, did the embrace last time of all the three other players, take a moment. Because as soon as she says, I think I need it, the hand that is not gripping, not holding your hand delicately, softly, reaches out to place his hand around your neck in a not gentle, not delicate way. And he pulls you closer by your neck and whispers in your ear, you need it. And whether you say anything or not, has probably taken a little bit off guard. And you feel the blood being constricted. You feel your airway is fine. But you do feel yourself fading a bit the longer. And he he hears you say, yep. And as he releases your neck and the blood and oxygen flow less constrictedly. You feel the most amazing sensation of bliss throughout your entire body as he bites into your neck. And the constricted and restricted blood is now less so going to your 
brain and more going to his tongue. Oh. And about a minute passes. And then, while you're still trying to catch your bearings, for a variety of reasons, he bites into his own wrist and pushes it straight to your lips. Do you drink? Immediately. And just as everyone else, that first sensation was the best. Better than any drink, any sex, any drug that you've ever had. But it is quickly followed up by an even better feeling of that warmth running through your entire body. However, unlike the other three, it was just a feeling of fullness and warmth. You also experience that, but in your mouth and in your throat, you feel... Irritation is probably the wrong word, but a heat that, after you finish drinking, the, the heat of a, like a hot whiskey is is in your mouth and your throat and it and irritates and you you go to speak and you don't have your voice it's too scratchy it's like it's like you've been singing all night on stage it's time to rest and he walks you back to the bed lays you down walks out and shuts the door and as you're fading you realize that are really, really thick uh, blackout curtains, and in front of those blackout curtains are dressers. And uh, you can see, like, he's maximizing room space and blackout all at the same time. And that's where we will leave Siren after her embrace. Mm. Speechless. Okay, speechless for a variety of ways. Yeah. And then we will do a nice little. Time skip. So, we're scrolling madly to it. <laughs> so, the time skip <sighs> will include a little bit of instruction about certain things for each of you. Now, Jim, you realize that. Um, thank you, McStabbers. I appreciate you. Um, we, we talked a little bit about the fact that the prince would not be teaching Jem. Prince has got shit to do, and it does not include teaching the new fledgling. However, you met Lucy. You really should have thought about that before he had kids, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> he essentially uh, threw you to the babysitter. Um, and I know. <laughs> you've, had, uh, you've had meetings with Lucy. Um, Lucy has pretty much not left your side. Um, Lucy is a short, I say short. She's about five, five. Um, to me, that's short. She's about five, five, uh, African-American girl. She's got multicolored curly hair. She has her cat's ear headphones on and she's got kind of the goth rocker Lolita look going on. Like, with like knee high combat boots and she walks you through (laughs) 
She walks you through some of the basics. And Addison, you get a less friendly but more thorough instruction. For Addison, you do realize some of the basics. But you get to... God, it's, it's like college work. Who you are. And who you are in relation to everyone that has come before you in your bloodline. And the importance is bestowed upon you that you are a direct representation of choices made for hundreds of years that have led to that little taste that you had a few nights ago. You are Ventru. And it is expected that you know what that means and you uphold the traditions. You have been told that you are the backbone, the, f- the face, the expectations of the Camarilla. And Addison Grace, your sire, gives you very little warm instruction. But you see that there's a sense of pride there as well. She made a good investment on you. And there are certain things that you say and questions that you ask that leads her to believe that she may have made a better decision than even she understood. Not just taking from the Nosferatu and slipping you out from the dresses and curtails and stage shows of the Toreador. You are highly prized. She thinks now that for better reasons than anyone thought. And Jace. You are given your own... First off, you're given a journal. (laughs) Yes, you're given a journal. This is yours, Iris says to you. You can fill it with whatever you like. I suggest filling it with notes. On everything you see. And everything you hear. Aside from the things that you should never speak of seeing. Or hearing. And. She. You guys do have the. The awkward. Conversation of the night of your embrace. I have to admit I lied to you. Okay. We walked into the store. Then what? Then you did... Then you did some... It wasn't just the store anymore. It was... There were... There was a, a desk with a lady, and I had to sign sign my name? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, And it was, then there was your office, but I had never seen that office before. (laughs) And then, I want you to take a walk with me. Okay. And she gets up, and you guys walk out of the metaphysical store, and this is where you guys have met almost every night keep wanting to say day eventually i'll be a good vampire storyteller and 
Remember that days don't exist anymore other than to terrorize my players. And then, um, so you guys have met here every night. You guys have been both working the night shift together. And she shows you what is real and what isn't real in the store. Uh, like you said, it is, it's a little tourist trappy, but it's enough to make the other things in the story like, oh, well, obviously that's fake. Cause I mean, the Ouija board in a, and a Mattel box, like two, two feet away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, or whoever makes that game that we Hasbro's, don't have. Like, Hasbro's Hasbro. selling Ouija boards. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, there's a, there's a, like a shrunken head next to a Mr. Potato head that is like <laughs> painted. <laughs> and yeah, that tracks. And so you guys, Hasbro, thank you. And you guys walk outside and directly across the street is a library. And I will show you guys this library later. Um, it is a small library. It's, it doesn't even, it's not even a whole, it's obviously not a whole block, but behind the, it's, it's a little tiny square and you can tell it's been there forever. And then up around it in a L shape on the rest of the block is apartments and condos and not the greatest condos in the world, but you can tell they, they live fairly well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you guys walk inside and it's it's a library and you walk around the shelves for a little bit she pulls out a book this is actually pretty good and it's harry potter and you guys it's like whether or not you think that's it's funny she has this shittiest eating grin on her face and you guys walk around and you, you swear you've walked around like the same way twice now you put the the harry potter book back and and you guys are walking around and you kind of make this S shape for a while. And then you turn around the corner and you go towards like the front, like you're going to exit again, except it's not the front. It is that desk. And Margaret is standing there again with the book out in front of her. Iris, Jace, how are you? Confused. Welcome to the family. And, and you guys go in. <clears throat> And you go back, there's still that only one door behind her. And you walk in, and it is no longer her office. It's her personal library. Oh, shit. And, and it's not huge. It's not huge, but there's good 200, 300 books in here. I gave you your first one. Okay. Um, and he... Start. He just goes to the books to no, see no, no. what he. <laughs> she stops you. I gave well, you your first book, and she kind of like looks down to your your hand that has the journal. Uh huh. I expect in time that you will probably surpass these. And you look, and you you do start walking around, and their journals. There's journals and grimoires and texts and handwritten and published, but old as fuck. Uh, but they're all in relatively good condition. Oh, okay. It is very important that you take in consideration not only the reputation as injured as a whole, 
the reputation and expectations that we place upon you. And then she kind of goes into the the lore of the accepted lore of the Tremere. And as she walks out, and you guys do take some time and have this conversation, and it's not nearly as thorough as as let's say at uh Addison's instruction and expectations, but definitely like you get a good history. Mm-hmm. And we'll continue to talk about this over the course of many nights. And uh, she sure. she re- leans down to your ear. And then we'll tell you about your real family. And then that's where we will fade. And and you know what she's talking about. Yeah. You, you do know what she's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's explained a little bit about it. Okay. And how not everyone is in love. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And while it's not exactly a secret, it's not something where you go like, Hello! Everything sure. you think? Fuck all of that shit. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Okay, okay. But for tonight, we have another meeting to go to. Interesting. And then that is where our time skip kind of ends. Now, because I... Pixie is the only one. Siren here is the only one that I keep having to cycle back to because there was a continued area. You can talk perfectly Hello, fine. I'm the problem child. What's <laughs> you can, up? You can talk perfectly fine now. Thank you. Um, the scratchiness in your throat, in your, your esophagus, is gone. Your voice sounds a little bit different. The, the irritation, <laughs> the irritation is gone, and, and with that, there's a, there's a, a better clarity there. Um, and you, you question this because it's, while it's not directly distinctive, like your, your, your friends here, your coterie probably wouldn't recognize it off the bat unless they were looking for it. Cause you guys didn't have a lot of room to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, the first words that you speak to him, he smiles. We'll, we'll get to that. Excellent. We have time, remember? All the time. <clears throat> and then he gives you some of the basics as well. And now that we're all caught up, we'll go into the, what those basics are. This is more for the viewers. Uh, kind of already talked to the, the, the party and the team. Um, over the course of a, the first couple nights, they will have learned about their clan. The general history. <laughs> Do you need to go get a refill? I came goddamn prepared. I'm fine. <laughs> um, just out of sight. <laughs> Some some of the clan history is a little bit more thorough. Obviously, the Ventru. Addison, your history is very thorough in your clan history. Uh, Jim, less so. Less so. Um, you, you get, like, the Cliff Notes version, but you can tell... Like, Lucy pretty much to tell you, it's, it's what you make it. You can't trust history to begin with. And you hear like she is, she's talking, and you still hear the music blasting. Um, this will just kind of go without saying uh, without saying that every time Lucy is talking, 
you hear her talking normally and the headphones are blaring. But the one time that she took the headphones off, she had to yell. And whether or not you guys have a conversation about that, that's up to you. But she always has the headphones on. It is always playing from her like early 2000s, 90s iPod, the, the scroll wheel. And uh, there's definitely a, um, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even say you would probably think it's odd. Like, what I'm saying is you probably wouldn't think it was odd. I mean, between you and Lucy and the the one Malkavian that you haven't met yet, and then the prince, Camillo, and then talking with Lucy about some of the other clans and their perceptions of them onto you, you, you realize that you guys are always going to be the oddballs, and you're okay with that. Yeah. You're, you've I, always been like that. You're what good. is she listening to? It's club music. Okay. And then it changes to country. And then it changes to pop. Okay. And then it changes to kind of pop, kind of. It's fucking Britney Spears. And then, and then it just cycles. Like every song is different with the exception that it is way too loud for anybody to enjoy listening on their ears. But she loves it. Okay. Like what size? And then you guys were taught about the Camarilla, the Ivory Tower. You were taught about the six traditions that you had a very up close and personal um, instruction on what those six traditions were and what happens when you break them. You are told about the Anarchs. And each one of you are told about the Anarchs in different ways. But you you get the, the impression that, yes, everybody does have a different view of the Anarchs. Some, they're allies to be used when you, when you need them. Some, they're tools to be used when you can. Some people tell you just to don't even worry about them. And then you get told about the Sabbat. And... If your sires would have told you anything about the Sabbat that I feel about the Sabbat, they're fucking terrifying. They give zero fucks about the masquerade. They give zero fucks about kind in general. And some of their almost cult-like practices, when you think about them stretched over decades, centuries, longer, and they continue to do this night after night, you're given warnings about them, and you see why. And then you get told about the Second Inquisition. The humans, the true believers, the spies, the NSA, the CIA, Joint Task Force forces internationally working together to hunt and destroy each and every single one of you. You're mongering. What words to not say when texting and talking, when walking in public in crowded areas. What to never be caught on camera doing. Anything that is kindred, kind, coterie, Camarilla, Anarch, Sabbat, the Second Inquisition themselves, 
you know that if you talk about them in such blatantly open ways, you're drawing a target on yourself, everyone around you. Now, us as players and viewers, we've we've lived in an age where, like, you know you shouldn't say some shit on the internet. There's like, oh, well, hope the FBI doesn't see that search history. That's going to be hard to explain. Especially if you're a writer, by the way. Um, it's all research, I fucking promise. <laughs> but <laughs> too many kindred who can't seem to learn phone etiquette. Yes, yes. Definitely go watch Windy City by Night of McStabber Studios. Um, you guys have given kind of the basics. What you are now. What you will never be again. A little bit of your clan. And for, for Addison and Siren specifically, you've met a couple other people in, in like a, a, a flurry of short meet and greets. People that wanted to see you and people who felt like they needed to be seen by you. And we will talk later on about whether or not any of them were really important enough to know. But just names to keep in mind. Like, I did meet you before. But if they come up in the near future, I will let you know until it becomes more noted that, oh, yeah, that one. You're told of the other clans that aren't represented by your coterie. The Bruja, the Nosferatu, the Gangrel. Some of the other clans that are more recent joinings into the Camarilla. The Kata, the Lissambra. They were the ones who have joined the Anarchs. Bloodlines that everyone was pretty surprised was still even a thing. Just so you were aware. And then you guys get caught back up. And you're all separately driven by your sires to that one warehouse. Jem, you remember this warehouse. Specifically, Jem remembers this warehouse because she wanted to shit on the floor. Watch session zero. And and you guys you guys all pull up again uh for for uh for Addison. Your your sire does not open the door for you. She is not driving. But she gets out of the car and starts walking in. Iris, by this time, Jason, Iris are she's not opening the door for you. I mean she expects you to be able to take care of yourself. And and Jim, you and Lucy are already there. You're standing outside waiting. And the last to show up is Vegas and Siren. And Vegas does come around and open your door. And uh, you guys are walking towards, and Vegas looks to you, Siren, and says, we're going to be inside. Don't be too long. Talk about what you need to. We got some plans tonight. And just walks in. And behind Vegas goes Siren. Siren. <laughs> Iris. And then Addison, your sire, follows in behind. And then Lucy goes, boop, boop, and head pats you. Don't make us wait. And then she walks inside. 
and you guys have a little bit of time. This is the first time that you guys have seen each other since the first night. You were told that you guys are going to be spending a lot of time together. But you guys are at this warehouse, kind of in the middle of nowhere. That's one of the reasons why it was chosen. And you know what this warehouse connects to. But you guys have the scene to talk amongst yourselves in relative privacy. Is it just me or was this the weirdest class orientation that anyone has ever had? No? Uh... Pretty much. It's, yeah. There are some close seconds, but... I'd be curious to hear about those someday. <laughs> but in the meantime, does anyone have a flask? God. Not the throw up after, but still. Fuck. Would you like some gummy bears? You know what? I'll think about it. Maybe not. How are they? Mm-hmm. What, flavor are, what, what flavor are they? Yes, actually. Yes, okay. I would love some. Yeah, and she'll and, hand the bag out. And, and your sire specifically, uh, Ugem, uh, Lucy would have told you, and the first time that Siren and probably Addison reached for a glass of wine or rum or anything or gem with your gummy bears, the first time you decide, oh, you eat or drink something, you immediately can stomach it and you vomit yeah. it up and you vomit blood. And you were taught some of the basics of going ahead and doing a blush of life and how to, also humanity seven is fine, but how to <laughs> um, stomach that to not exceed an hour. Yeah. You will have to get rid of anything you consume within an hour in a rush of Vomitous blood. She'll just suck on one and then spit it out, but just the flavor for a minute to have something else to think about. That's yeah. it. Gem, so she, wants Gem does the, she puts it in her mouth, chews it, but like does that weird, like, I have a bunch of them in my hand. She puts one in, spits the other one out, and then puts it in her pocket. <laughs> just like constantly just sucking on them. <laughs> Amazing. Um <clears throat> And Jace will just kind of take note of if any, like, how people's personalities have changed, if anything, or if they're all just, like, hunky-dory, oops, so glad to be here. Well, and that was Um, something that the prince brought up, was that the weirdest thing, guys, no one is questioning this at all. (laughs) You guys were just like, oh, get cool. No, (laughs) behind the scenes, like, storyteller, player-wise, of course, we all know that the players wanted to do this, and they weren't actually kidnapped and thrown into a warehouse um but well, and also we watched or heard some people get fucking murdered yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the fucking other murder. option was you, you heard yes. the tongue cut off and then you definitely saw the the, the murder yeah. for disrespect in yeah the prince's yes. not only the prince's domain I as a whole but his his clubhouse yeah yes. but speaking of which actually she'll she'll bring that up then she gummy bear in cheek like tobacco, um, she'll just. So, um, any of the rest of you consider taking me out when they offered you a choice? If they offered you a choice. Oh, this is going to be like babysitting, isn't it? So that's a no. This has just always been your dream. 
if you treat it like babysitting. Welcome to Addison, it will everyone. Be babysitting. I love Addison. I will die I again for him, probably. Like I have a feeling I'll just throw myself in front of a bus for this for this jackass. But you know, have <laughs> <sighs> fun. <laughs> and, and that is something to be said. Like, d- does Addison feel more self pride or self maybe ego? Does he does he feel like he has more of a calling being chosen? By so many. I, Addison definitely feels more self-important than he did before. Oh. However, <laughs> I mean, you're welcome. Siren absolutely has this moment of, uh, you could have been chosen by my exact same people, so don't act so high and mighty. Um, you were on my list, so calm down. Um, that man would have been lucky to have this. You would have been lucky to have that man. Mm. Well, while this is happening, Gem is putting gummy bears every few inches in her piece of rope and she ties it and puts it on her head like a little gummy bear crown flawless oh yes the only one to keep her restraints from the night uh was gem because you never know when you need three feet of rope don't so has anyone's um, style changed has anyone's demeanor changed over the course of the last I'd say about a week, a, a week full of nights and getting acclimated to where to sleep or not to sleep. No, not really. I think if anything, Jace is just like embraced the look all the time instead of like 80% of the time. That's fair. And so it's always boat necks now and it's <laughs> always skinny yeah. jeans. Jace. I think go you go. No, no, no Jace. No. I was going to say, I think possibly if we're trying to um, let fake siren shit happen, that possibly after that night is when siren siren dyed her hair. So she, so now she has the blue purple hair, whereas before it was like a different shade. Well, possibly you, you because have, I don't think I mentioned it before. You, you have received some conversations of heart emojis and things from your yeah. band saying, we'll miss you. Okay, Love your good. face. Good luck. Okay. Yeah. It's good. That was taken care of, and we'll talk offline about sure. how how it was taken care of. Good, then um, I'm fine. But that was that was your last show with Rock Candy. That was, <sighs> that was your last show. Yeah, uh, Jace, do me a favor. Roll me a wits awareness. Hell yeah, you got I'm it, not dude. Bitter. Um, wits awareness, wits awareness, wits awareness. This or or anything that you would think that would be better for perceiving those around you. Nah, brah. That's it. That's the one. Ooh, there it is. Four successes, three uh, like of which it. were criticals. Yes, I see. Uh, Addison, are you able to roll on roll 20 with where you're at? Sure am. Ritz aware, uh, wits awareness, please. Wits awareness. That's a can-do, Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it would pop up, come on. Maybe I can't. <laughs> I'm clicking on it and nothing's happening. Sometimes it I, likes to be finicky, so what we'll do is I will roll it. I can. For you. Yeah, it hated me too. Or, or Jace, if you would like to do that. Please. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. Because you have 80 million things to do anyway, so I can help out. Unable to read or set data from server. Oh, shit. With your session. I think I just need to refresh. 
Possibly. Yeah, that's my bad. It's because it was three different from like so, an old session. So you rolled four dice and got zero successes across the board. Oh my god! Checks out. I mean, to to be fair, Addison is more con- concerned with hurrying this along and being himself, yep. and paying attention to those around him. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, because there's there hasn't been any group time with you guys. There hasn't yeah. been any indoctrination of expectations. Jim, could you also roll, roll wits awareness, please? Uh-huh. 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 Mother damn it. Yep. I, I believe it's motherfucker. Make them all around, it's good. I've heard it both ways. <sighs> it's an old code, sir. It does check out. It does check out. No modifiers, right? No modifiers. Okay. Unless you have a specialty that you believe would help you out. Very nice. Do I? I don't I don't know. Fuck, where'd they think of? Very nice. Ooh, nice. Too many tabs. Wow. Uh That's an three out of your four. And one was a crit and one was okay. So Jim, as as you're like adjusting your crown and listening to her kind of talk shit to Addison, both you and Jace at the same time, she sounds different. Like like a good different. But you know, maybe it was just the stress the first night. But that's what goes through y'all's individual minds. Uh, um it was it was siren, right? Yeah. Hmm. Did something um? Did something change? I don't know. My sire choked me out pretty hard that first night, so oh. I'm just gonna. <laughs> you know, that'll she do just it. Fucking dead in the eyes, and then With turns what? to Addison a little. I'm sure you know what that's like. <laughs> we we all watched him in his boxers for an entire day. Like she has no. <laughs> they were black Calvin Klein briefs. Thank you. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, were, so they were never boxers. No, no, no. Joey. Okay. You saw for a variety of reasons why Addison was top choice of a couple different clans. <laughs> yeah. I, I keep saying that a couple different clans. He was top choice for a few people of three different clans. Yeah, but that's still a lot of top choices and. She's bitter. Yes, there was, uh, Addison was uh, originally chosen by the Nosferatu mm-hmm. and then was going to be kind of, yes, ma'am. Not you. Her. Oh, in game. For, for Siren. So. Yes, uh, yes, Jim. Yeah, you didn't answer my question. Which question? What did he choke you with? You've seen those hands, right? Just about one oh, of them. Is, oh, it was the hands. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if he put something. Not yet. That I'm aware of. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to give you so many reasons to not believe in vampire romance. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> this isn't uh, romance. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Everyone's a tool. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you guys do get the impression that she sounds. It's there's something better about it. It's just a little, a little bit more clear. A little bit more, um, she has a presence in her voice to not be, yeah. to not be confused with the presence 
hour. But sure. she has she has a, a certain like her voice carries a little bit further. Um, she she's getting her intentions across a little bit more thoroughly, I would say. And throughout all of this, Jace has also had his notebook out just because that is what he was told to do and is in, is interested in doing so. He'll just make a note in his, uh, in his little notebook about Siren's new voice. Dear it's- diary. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't start every fucking page with that, I swear. I refuse. <laughs> um, I you had poems in, the, in shapes. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Shape Holmes. Yeah, and you're not yeah. put Dear Diary at the beginning. His yeah, poems up in a heart. It's different. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, can I say? Can I do? Can I make another roll? Because Megan figured out um, what their songs are. Mm-hmm. I'd like for like she's trying to figure out what their songs are too. Go for it. I, I will say this: that you you may not know if. There's no way even in the game for you to know exactly what their song might be, but you can pick up based off their their choices. You can start narrowing down the list of like genre to like maybe not individual song, but definitely like genre and style. Okay. Once she knows with Addison, she has to find two songs. The one he actually is his favorite and the one he tells everyone is the one he says is his favorite. Well, Rachel tells everyone it's her favorite movie and her actual favorite movie. <laughs> we can have Bernie's. Huh? Like, yeah. Okay. That. okay. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so go ahead and roll me. Uh, let's see. Would be a good choice. Let me look at your character sheet. Insight. Yeah, I definitely want to do insight. Um, do. You know. Hmm. Do do wits insight. Hmm. It's more wisdom based. It's more on your experience with music and people, and kind of like getting a impression of that's what you would like. Hmm. Okay. Still, that's pretty good. So, who was this one for? Um. Who was the first one for? Or uh, sorry, Siren. Siren. Okay. Yeah. You you no, definitely figured hers out. <laughs> you yeah, definitely Megan get the impression. Has. Yeah. Huh? Uh, you you definitely get the impression of like, you you see how she's dressed. You've been now told about the Toreador. You can kind of get a gauge. You can start mm-hmm. narrowing it down. Uh, okay. you you did get a crit. But okay. you like you definitely have like a good sub subgenre down. Okay. And okay. and if you guys want to role play this out of of what what impression would Jem get of your right now genre of music? Sure. Uh Caitlin, Pixie, Siren. Oh Megan already knows. She is welcome to role play that at me. I'm fine with that. What well, I haven't figured it out yet. But I'm huh. Yeah. Statistically she hasn't figured it out yet. That's fair. Did you do a lot of performing when you were in high school? Define performing. I mean, on stage? A, a 
a bit. I wouldn't call it a lot. A bit. Uh, Not as much as I wanted, but a bit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are you in band? <laughs> no. Not not marching band. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> Do you want to make a roll for uh Jace over here? Yeah. Same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was like, did I just close roll twenty? Sweet Jesus. I'll, I'll no. also take I'll also take intelligence insight. Intelligence insight? Okay. Sorry. Um I believe so. Okay, I'll do. I'll do that for him. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, he's more enigmatic than you would you would have originally believed, but mm. but enough of like you get a you get like a station. Like if you were turning the station, he was in your car. You'd be like, I bet you like this. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yes, Jen? So you like writing. That's uh, fun. <laughs> um, Terrifying. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I dabble. You dabble? <laughs> In writing, yes. Oh, that? And give me give me one last one for Addison. <laughs> you go to a lot of poetry shops, don't you? <laughs> oh. There, there um, is a small section of the metaphysical wise. shop that's just poetry for poetry. spells. It's how to write, how to manifest through poetry. Yes. <laughs> manifest your desires one rhyme at a time. Oh my God! Write it, Matthew. Write it. <laughs> Your parents must be very proud. Oh, Addison's a dick. Um, I what love him. is this? What is this? What role is this? I would say for Addison, I want you to take a negative one on this. Well, obviously, um, there's just just man, he's shutting everything down. Mm-hmm. Intelligence, wits, or what? Uh, intelligence awareness or wits awareness? Oh, not insight? Oh, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, either intelligence insight or wits insight. Sorry. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say about the same. You get, you get like a good station. Okay. Like you definitely get like it's probably a mix from what you get with him. It's like yeah. a, a mix station or or more investigation is needed. He really <laughs> is the eighties, nineties, and today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and with that, you see Lucy. You hear Lucy before you you see her open the door. Like she opens the door, and you hear like the the subtle like. Sh- 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 and you look, Jim, are you? And she just walks inside. Okay, okay. And do you guys follow her in? Yes. Yep. Well, if we're all done here. <laughs> and Don't you guys. Worry, you'll get much more of this later, Addison. I wasn't speaking to you. Well, it doesn't matter. Addison's a dick in the best of ways. And he's oh, so, so tragic. 
And so we don't all have to make it through to the end, right? Like if something unfortunate happened to one of us, <laughs> <we're all there. laughs> right? yeah, vampire is not about being nice. That's <laughs> very true. It's very true. Okay. Um, I'm just saying, I haven't shit in this warehouse yet, buddy. We still to, got time. To be fair, like with with who Addison is, and I know it was like kind of Addison's a dick. Addison has no reason to give a shit about any of you right now. No. Yeah, no, that's no, valid. No. You, you guys wouldn't. are friendly, and he is very like, I have to take care of myself and do shit myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. And over the last week, he has been fed, like, force-fed nothing but, like, fuck up and, like, and you're going to see. Yes. Like, fuck around and or find out. It's, we are it's, a traveling it's, circus. It's a people. more subtle version of, like, fuck around and find out. It's just fuck up and see what happens. Yep. yep. Amazing. Like, we're not going to destroy you. It's just going to be a really bad day for everyone involved. But anyways, you guys walk inside, and you see, the first thing that catches your eye is it's it's the warehouse, but the door is open to one of the Connex boxes. The same Connex box that you guys saw your sires step out of before. And Lucy is just, like, skip-stepping along, jamming out story music, She's just kind of like disappears into the con experience. Come on. She just goes. Yeah, Addison immediately is just all business following her. And and what I have learned exactly from um, Shanky and crew is uh, the expectation of competence is that I, I would have expected that somebody would have shut the door. Um, Thank you. And, and locked it. Uh, yes. It, it will work. It just takes a minute for some reason on that yes. command. That's dumb. It is dumb. I don't like it. Anyways, so you guys walk down, and it's a dark corridor. It's it's lined with concrete. It's not very deep. It's just below street level, probably about two or three feet down. And you guys walk for about five minutes, and you don't see or hear Lucy, but you also don't see any way to have deviated from your course. And you guys walk out into the clubhouse. The door is open, and you guys walk in, and the lights are going crazy. It is full club mode effect. Jim, you've seen this before. Everyone else, you're like, damn, this would be really good if there was some music, and there's zero music playing. Mm-hmm. As soon as you guys all walk in and you shut the door, the lights kind of cut off. Now, the curtain is still closed, and Jim, you see no one. Even though your sires are on stage, no one is standing close to the curtain. No one is touching the curtain. You are the only one that knows, that you know of in your coterie, what's behind curtain number one. You guys walk out and you see your sires standing on stage. At this point, Lucy is standing off stage in front of them. And Vegas is standing there. He has his arms behind his back. Iris is standing there and she's going, she's flipping through one of her notebooks, sees you, and then she kind of like tucks it away in her little like, crossbody. I will do the same. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tuck it in your crossbodies as well? Hell do you yeah. do you have like a, a Merce? Those um, things are far too handy for them not to be like welcome to everyone. Yes. I'm just saying. Yeah, I yes. I think especially because he's gonna be carrying around a journal. Yeah. One boy will need both of his hands at some point. That's fair. So he has to have somewhere to stick it away. So he has Milo, a, thatch it up. Just yeah, get you gotta much, have. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
And you see Rebecca Chase. She is sitting there with her arms. Like, Vegas has them behind, uh, has his arms behind his back. She has them in front, just kind of resting. <sighs> Lucy just kind of sighs. She takes off her headphones. And as Lucy does, Lucy starts yelling. <laughs> Jem, what's the first tradition? You, the correct answer inserted here. This is expectation of competence. You would have known that. She goes, I can't hear you. And then she puts it back on. And as you <laughs> you say it, um, we will we'll actually bring them up. If anybody has them listed, that'd be great. But we'll go. I do have them listed. Um, I have right here. So does Matthew. Well, good. When you guys yeah, are called. y'all. Fuck. So when you guys are called, you can do it. Yeah. Um, and so what Jim says is, Thou shall not reveal thy true nature of those not of the blood. Doing such shall renounce thy claims of blood and gummy bears. <laughs> yeah. Because that is exactly what you were taught. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then Vegas steps one foot forward. Second tradition. Go. Thy domain is thine own concern. All others owe thee respect while in it. None may challenge thy word while in thy domain. He steps back. Jace, Iris steps forward. Jace, third, please. Thou shalt only sire with another, with the permission of thine elder. If thou createst another without thine elder's leave, both thou and thy progeny shall be slain. And she takes a step back. And then... Rebecca Chase walks forward with her eyes rolling so far in the back of her fucking head. Four, five, six. Now I won't make you. I won't. I won't make you read that out loud. Um, but succinctly, the fourth, fifth, and sixth traditions are: thou, uh, those thou create are thine own children. Honor one's uh, want, honor one another's domain, and thou art forbidden to destroy another of thy kind. And you say them, them. You, you say them succinctly, emotionlessly, and you're giving exactly what you're asked. And then you step, she steps back and you see that she's got this little, like, like kind of side eye to the rest of them. Like, yeah, you guys only did one. Now that isn't to say that anybody would expect that you couldn't do this a week later of please, dear God, remember these. So you don't fuck them up. But the fact that she was able to, in front of everyone show that, her child. Only one can recite all three, if all not uh, three, if not all six, backwards, forwards, and upside down. And in Latin, and in <laughs> and in French and Italian. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot the fashion languages. <laughs> exactly. Siren can sing them, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so they've all taken step forward. You've recited. They take a step back. And then Lucy takes one step forward. And very calmly, she goes, do you think that you guys can actually, I don't know, not kill everyone in this room? Oh, sorry. Not me. I'm safe. And you guys, you, you guys did get a little bit of that at the end. But if you guys uh, need a, would like to question what that, that, that means. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we're going to go on a field trip. This is your first night. And she looks at, uh, she looks at Iris. First night is supposed to be out of their individual sire's havens. We're going to do a little walking tour. Let's go see all of the haunted and vampire places of New Orleans. Oh, God. I will be your shadow. And she says it with an importance of, like, this means something. But none of you know what exactly it means. And you see Vegas's head just kind of, like, bow a little bit, like, not not in deference of like, oh, it's fucking great. So, you've all been told what to say, what not to say, while in public, while talking. And, Luce, uh, Jim, as she says all these things, she's stepping forward to you. And we don't say silly things in public that might make people aware. And she doesn't say it like threatening. She's just like, and remember, we've been through this. This is a Malk issue. We have yeah. to cover it extra with this clan. Yes, mom. <laughs> I know. Keep my mouth shut and my knees together when I'm outside. Couldn't have said it better myself. I love you, daughter. And then she turns around <laughs> and like, kind of like hop skips like two feet back. Um, I'm so happy right now. Oh my God. <laughs> and and it, Jim, you might not realize this, but everybody else does is that while Lucy is not Jim's sire, you can tell that Lucy has definitely been helping Jim along. And you, you mm-hmm. were told that at the end of session zero, that Prince isn't going to do this. It's going to be Lucy. Um, but their dynamic is a hundred percent different than all of y'all's for better, for worse, or what you guys think about it. Like there's the nonchalantness is not there. The points are driven home and then that's it. Okay, let's go do something fun. Yeah. Right. Now, whether you take that as these are the two out of the only three Malkavians that you guys have met and that this must be all of them, or just like this might be a symptom of, of how awesome they are. <laughs> I went to a Montessori school. That, that is the energy I am getting. Thank you. Correct. <laughs> no fun to yeah. do that. So... Uh, she looks at you and puts her arms behind her back like Vegas. It's very stoic and rigid. And then looks behind her and then puts her arms in the front and rolls her eyes like Rebecca. And then just kind of, let's all go take notes on the city that you now call home. Oh. And and you hear Iris go, really? Really, Lucy. I'm sorry. Notes must be taken. No, okay, no, okay. Uh, and then she reaches over there and she takes one of your gummy bears and she puts it in her mouth, kind of like the, the the tobacco, like the dip thing. Yeah. <laughs> she goes and like spits it across the room. Let's go. And then you guys, she just kind of walks in between you guys and walk off. And you see that your sires are, if you guys do turn around and look, they're walking back through the Connex box to where their cars are parked. And you guys are walking out through the dragon's head. You're walking cool. into the warehouse right in the middle of bourbon streets. And it, not, not warehouse. Sorry. It is a warehouse, but it's not the other warehouse. 
Yeah. The, uh, the Mardi Gras warehouse. The parade den. <laughs> and you guys, um, go ahead. Before we leave, she's taking the rest of the gum. She's taking the rope out of her hair and taking all the rest of the gummy bears. She's going to run over to the stage and shove them under the curtain really quickly. <laughs> um, and you hear, you hear nothing. There's no sign. It's just, yeah, that she just she was going to say look something. Really closely, like, you see the rope just kind of get pulled a little bit more. No, no, I don't help. you don't throw the rope. No, that's my rope. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you you see like one gummy bear that has has left, and you see like. Like what would be a cat's paw, but definitely a man's hand. Just go, <laughs> and then amazing. You, that's you. You see nothing. You hear nothing other than that. Yeah. Oh sure. And then she she goes and she starts tying the rope like in a so that it looks like it's it's uh, like an accessory. Um, but I'm trying to think like what she could do with three feet of rope. I feel like Addison could tell her. <laughs> I feel oh, like this is the good. time. Um, you missed your chance. You could ask Vegas. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll say you, you, you kind of like you, you say that you kind of like wrap it around your waist or like around your arm it's just like it's an yeah. odd accent but it's definitely an accent piece so that she doesn't look like little mermaid in the drift <laughs> yeah clothes and stuff yeah let's make it about what's Jen wearing mm. well yeah. now that dress fuck you David <laughs> um, what are you wearing Jim <laughs> gummy bears and three feet of rope She's got like oh my! <laughs> she makes she's it work. She's in like jeans and like pastel colored um like Reeboks and like the ones I wear, the strappy ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love those shoes. Oh yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, okay, you got you guys at home. You know the shoes. Yeah, yeah um, you know the shoes. I'll put them on Discord. They're really cute. And um, but yeah, she's wearing a Fleetwood Mac shirt today. Fleetwood Mac. That was very difficult to say for some reason. I know what you meant. <laughs> yep. we were Does she have a belt on? <laughs> huh? Does she have a belt on? Uh, yeah. She'll she'll walk up to you. Can you help me? <laughs> oh, where to begin? Just the rope. Just the rope. And, and does Addison help her? Is this the, is this the first? outward sign of like doing something for another of the coterie like he's doing i think i think addison has been so put into a studious um uh, learning mindset that he hasn't been able to create and that's very uh, fair and have, yeah. and have a moment of this is what i'm best at and he likes doing what he's best at certainly um so he, he kind of just takes the rope from her and uh and looks and says oh Ah, uh, we'll we'll fix this uh, in more detail. You you are pretty though, and then I, he kind of just breaks around. That's, that's to be fair. Like none of these people have anything in negatives of looks. We no, I got pretty players. Damn it! Yeah, you um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Like like I think Addison sees potential, and. That's genuinely the first time anyone's ever called her pretty. She's a little, oh, okay. Well, and for him, it's just, he's stating a fact. Yeah. Like, he's being like, incredibly objective. Like the model's form is good, yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He looks yeah. her up and down and says, what, you know, she, you, you are pretty. And he, he takes the rope and kind of um, weaves it a little bit to make almost like a, a kind of a cool necklace out of it. 
Ooh. And he kind of looks at her, takes a step back, and says, hmm, it does suit you. And it, and it does, Jim. For for three feet of rope that a minute ago had, like, gummy bears in it, it's where it had been kind of pulled apart, gives it some, like, some some depth, some um, some volume to it, that it now looks like not only does that go with what you're wearing, it pulls the rest of it together. And, and you walk out with the newfound confidence Aww. of, I look pretty. I look yeah. awesome right now. This three feet of rope from my sire was the best thing I've ever fucking gotten. That's right. And, and you guys walk out of the dragon's face into the, the warehouse of bloats and crew storage. And that is where we're going to take our first break. So, um, Sway didn't do the thing where he put in the uh, Be Right Back scene at Pixie May. Pixie May. I've downloaded it while you guys were doing it, and I didn't put it in there. So, what we're going to do is you're going to see a starting soon scene. I was going to say, the starting soon works (laughs) just as well, I think. I think you're good. So, give us about 10 minutes, you guys, and we will be right back. Fucking said it. Of course you will. Shit! There it went. (laughs) You liar! Back, the unreliable narrator! I literally said, and I won't screw you guys up again. And then she decided to talk shit. And I hit the live button. So, I hope that we were still there are other people here. It's not just Caitlin. I made sure everybody was like, dressed and didn't have food in their face. Am I? I'm never going to talk I again. That's, that's for our viewers there. to wonder. <laughs> God, awful. So... This uh, Shanky goes almost as good as the infamous cunt waffle. waffle. Right when somebody went live. Yep. Yep. Hey, this is this is a mature stream. All right, we're all adults. We're able yeah. to take this into. So. Take all of it. We can take all of it. Wow! Everybody's like, "Hey, guys, content warning." <laughs> Just the two of us. Adult-ish. Yeah, exactly. Matthew and I are regularly on the same page about a lot of these things. Yes. The word cut waffle was said, better put up a content warning. <laughs> the word cut was said, better put up a content warning. The word waffle was said. <laughs> the word waffle. What color was the waffle? So, <laughs> no, 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 you start this game right now, mister. <laughs> so, we'll turn uh, this stream around. Everyone, welcome back to the game. And as we, <laughs> no one else got that on the stream? Yeah. I just voluntarily ignored it. Just voluntarily ignored it. But all of you just lost it. Shut up. <laughs> so we're in middle school. What is that? As you guys walk out of the we're dragon's head. We're going on a field head. trip. Of Shut up, Pixie. Middle school. So as you guys walk out of the dragon's head and Lucy shuts the door, you guys walk out of the the warehouse and you're on you're you're on the uh, you're on Bourbon Street. And you guys have been told this is the rack. This is where you've been given some limitations on how and who you can feed from. But welcome to drunk tourist land. And the pickings are there. However, tonight is not that night. But I want us to do something now that we got the the viewers set up with session one and Everyone is ready to go. I want to, to show them something interesting about vampire that makes things a little bit more stressful. Huh? You're muted. Oh, okay. I would like everyone to roll a rouse check. As we dip out 
into that is an insight check. Oh, there it is. So everyone, okay. So far, Jace and Siren are just as hungry as they were yesterday. Addison, good to go. Come on up. <laughs> and let's let's do one for it won't come up. I don't know why yours yours was working earlier. It won't come up. I'm sorry. Let's roll <laughs> a rouse check. We were almost oh. friends too. Ugh. No, I liked it. It was sweet. And everyone is is just as hungry as they were uh the day before. Your sires took care of you. They have provided you with uh, with your requirements to feed. The only one super special here is Addison. And you see, like, on this part of town, like, on this part, this block specifically, this is the area that you know now to come back to. You you notice the the decor. You notice the... Uh, the flags outside, you see... The rainbow flags are flying. Oh, yeah. You know exactly your preferred preference in all things in life. You now know where to uh, pick up your nightly fun. And <clears throat> as far as uh, Jace is concerned, not really. I mean, maybe. Um, you, you know where to get your food. Yep. And as you guys continue along, the door shuts, and you guys walk out. All right, everyone, and this is Lucy. All right, everyone, stay on the sidewalk. I walk in the street. You do not. This is how tours go in New Orleans. And you you see, there are some other nightly tours going on, and it's kind of like like people are moving around other people on the sidewalk, and then the, the tour guides are the only ones um, allowed in the street. All the tourists have to stay inside. And... Uh, so, do we have any suggestions for our first stop? You mentioned haunted places. Haunted places it is. Let's go to the St. Louis Cemetery number one. And as you guys walk. <clears throat> now, you were told a little bit about who's kind of where in the district's. You know, when they're talking about the different clans and everything. And Jace, specifically for you, mm-hmm. you know that this field trip might be something a little extra. Okay. Now, for, for Jace and Jem, you know that there is a lot of publicity around St. Louis Cemetery Number 1, or St. Louis Cemetery Number 1. It's where Marie Laveau is buried at, the voodoo queen of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh some very awesome, uh, not that they're real, but they're like the vampire movies have been there. Uh, apparently, Lestat is buried there, and it's it's actually a fairly big, uh, I don't want to say tourist trap, but tourist destination. Mm-hmm. And and as you guys walk along the um, the sidewalk, it's still early in the night. You guys have accomplished a lot in very little time when you actually think about what all has occurred. And you guys are walking along. She goes, all right, everyone. Now, we all know that the cemeteries, especially in New Orleans, are haunted. And she's just like, ooh. Very, like, she's playing it up. 
Um, this is this is more than she usually is, but she's she's playing it up. Now, there are dangerous things in every cemetery in New Orleans, but maybe this one is more dangerous than the rest. The final resting place, apparently, of the queen, the voodoo queen of New Orleans, Marie Laveau. Yeah, <laughs> Jason's is like, and notes. <laughs> and, and maybe there's a little bit like, Jason goes, oh, and, and, this. and he adds a little bit there. <laughs> Not yet. That's for later. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we all know what else is in the cemeteries of New Orleans, right? And does does anybody respond to that? Ghosts. Ghosts, exactly. <laughs> Big, scary ghosts. Siren leans over. Okay, teacher's pet, calm down. <laughs> I was trying to play along. Because this would be really boring if I don't. <laughs> Could be. If Mickey says dreams come true, you do it. <laughs> and you guys walk around, and you guys, um, it's a long walk from where you guys are at. It's its still fairly close. Um, it's, it's on Basin Street, which isn't a huge walk, and you guys walk, and there's these above-ground crypts, these mausoleums. And mausoleum is a big, big word. Like, it's a $10 word for these $2 graves. And, I mean, it is. And it's just, there's like little mini cities. These little tiny buildings upon buildings. You, as you're walking along the fence line, you see all of them. And they're, they're only barely illuminated from the street lights. There's, there's not many lights inside the cemetery themselves. It's closed at night. Um, Aside from specific tours and money exchange here and there, cemeteries and a lot of the tourist stuff, unless it's a haunted tour, these places are closed. Yeah. Especially the most famous cemetery in New Orleans. would It's closed. And <clears throat> you guys walk, and there's a sign out front that says, the past isn't dead and buried. It's not even past. And that's just the, the, one of the signs for uh, this health front. And underneath of it says, uh, William Faulkner. I'm sorry, William Falker. Faulkner is a whole ass different person. Um, <laughs> and so you guys walk along and you guys come to the, the big front uh, wrought iron gates. And there's a homeless guy sitting in front. Um, and she just kind of stands next to it like, okay, so this is our first stop. This is St. Louis Cemetery number one. There are a few of them. This is the only one we're going to be seeing tonight. And it is by far the most dangerous. And the the little, uh, the homeless guy, sitting there with a being like a ratty beanie and um, like an old army jacket, like the big green army jackets and some army fatigue pants, boots that they're complete shit, but at least they still cover his toes. And have souls on the bottom of it. And he reaches out to you, Jace, with a cup. Yeah, it's... The past isn't dead and buried. Change? <laughs> um, he'll pat his pocket. He'll do the obligatory pocket pat. Um, sorry, dude. Change? And he looks at the rest of you guys like, change? Just hungry. 
Does Siren, would I have any? Because Which she does, Siren, yeah, Siren would actually pay if she has any on her. Uh, Addison pulls out his pocketbook from his, his jacket pocket. He has a very sleek black billfold. He, he opens it up, pulls out a $100 bill, and puts it in the cup and says, go away. <laughs> and puts it back. And he, he does. He, he stands up. He takes the the um, the money out of the cup, puts it on the inside of his pocket of his army coat, kind of gets like, you know, straightens up and walks inside the cemetery. Yep. Fucking called it. And he he just he walks and and Jace, you, you do kind of like, oh mm-hmm. Yep. And you look <laughs> around and uh, you guys are just left there with the gate open and it's you and Lucy. Mm-hmm. Turn over to you guys for a minute. You, it's just gonna. Jace is just gonna look at Addison specifically, but also the other. You guys know that like homeless people aren't just homeless people, right? What? It's it's New Orleans. They're not gonna be just homeless. All right. Does he does he try to like mean, cont- mean what you say? Does he does he, do, yeah, I mean do you are you trying to convey something? Um I mean for for this exact moment because we are in public, uh it is just going to be a uh it's just literally just just be careful who you give things to. Mm-hmm. Um not everybody is what they seem to be as we've very well learned the last couple of days. So just be careful. Shoot, I'd like to roll it. I would like to do an insight check on Addison if I can. Yeah, go for it. Because I'd like to know if he, if the go go away was a, just a cover and he genuinely wanted to give it or if he just needed a problem to end. And Addison, I will will give you the benefit if you did have a, a deeper meaning there or a hidden meaning or Maybe if there was hidden reasons for why you can roll uh, manipulation subterfuge. However, if it was just like face value of like, go the fuck away, stop asking me for money. Don't worry about it at all. Would he know he, based he on the conversation that, that he's had with, because he hasn't been in New Orleans for long, but would he know based on the, the he would know that, that like, like Jay said, not every, like there's, there's eyes everywhere. And and not everyone is what they see. That the, the Nosferatu do use bums and homeless people, and even some like drunks who are picking fights in the street sometimes as uh, spies. I think that uh, that Addison <clears throat> exists in a space of manipulating people to do what he wants, and uh, is somebody that can sense what people's intentions are generally and if there was if he knew that and had the opportunity to think that we needed to be alone now he would have had okay well let's let's play that out let's um let's do for you first off i want you to do a um wits streetwise wits and streetwise sure (laughs) thank you ravnos Mm mm-hmm yeah, do a, a wit streetwise, and we'll see if if that conversation with that would have maybe he would have given a wink, or maybe it would have went a little different. 
No, that's all I got to do. How? Okay. No, I did it wrong. I'm sorry. This one, yeah. Sometimes it'll have to do like streetwise and then wits. Yeah. Because why do well, anything in order? I have no. To be fair, the add-on to Roll Twenty is brand fucking new. Yeah. They may yeah. still be working out some of the kinks. Well, you've got. It still has a weird fetish here and there that needs to be dealt with. <laughs> you've got uh, four wits and one streetwise. Would you like me to roll it for you? You might be looking at my sheet. I am looking at your sheet. Let me let me look at uh, Addison's sheet. Like okay, got it. It, it just popped up on a different thing. So oh, wits gotcha. and uh, wits and streetwise, and add a modifier of one. Your a modifier of what? One. One. You one. you all have a blood potency of one. So whenever it calls for it, unless I tell you to subtract one or add one, it'll always be one. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You you would have known that this this could possibly be a an extra set of eyes. Now whether that would have whether or not that would have changed anything, um that's up to you to decide. We can we can retcon a little bit if you would like. No, if he thought it potentially if there's any way to get uh, that that was an extra set of eyes, he absolutely would have used his money to, to get rid of the problem. Okay. Even if there was the smallest chance. Yeah. Hmm. And so Lucy just goes, why don't you guys go take a walk around? Just go uh, a self-tour, if you will. Yes, Jim. Um, before we no, what's up? Push it off. Um, she's gonna close the gates to the cemetery. Okay. After the homeless man, mm-hmm. and is there a brick somewhere nearby? Uh, roll me a. Let's see. What big one? Let me let me look at. I mean, I can roll for you. It's fine. No, I got it. Um, let's look at. Awareness. Let's do com- let's do composure awareness to see if you 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 thought about like if this came to your mind. I'm like, yeah, brick. Just do this. Sure. Brick. She's feeling murdery. She's just gonna fucking whop the dude over the head. Shut up, get my money back. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it's fuck. It's just fuck. No. Um, so not composure, awareness. Um, awareness, composure? Yeah, either yes. one. The, either, the however, way that roll, yeah, I think okay. the way that Roll20 does it is that you have to do the skill first. Okay. Just, and I have a one? I add a one? Yeah, add a one for a modifier. This is not only like, yeah, it's 100%. With three successes, yeah. You see there's a... It's it's not a brick. It's one of the one of the the smaller stones that are on the um, hand built fence hmm. the, uh. the, along the cemetery. That okay. uh, it's the mortar of it has come loose a little bit, and you kind of just shake it a little bit, and you she's have. She's not a practitioner by any means, but mm-hmm. she's lived for like the last fifteen years in New Orleans. So after she closes the gate, she's going to grab a brick from sanctified ground and tap it across the gate line to put uh, a thing of brick dust down. Ooh. And, and Jace, Ooh. with your uh, super 
special occult goodness. Yeah. Um, and your instructor being who she is, your your sire and mentor. Uh, yeah, you you recognize that. That's not just some silly thing that Jim's doing with gummy bears in her hair. It's that that makes sense. She's it's being respectful and being safe. Yeah, people just kind of like head head cock a little bit. Huh. Yep, and she'll put the brick down, turn around, look at Jason, give him a wink, and come join the group. Yeah, and you guys, do you guys then open the gate again and go in? This gate's yes. not no, this is once we're in. Oh, okay, that makes I more sense. I thought we're already in. Got you. Yeah, and, and Lucy <laughs> just kind of like you, you hear. The music for headphones kind of like fading in the distance as you guys walk around. I turn the scene over to you. Mm-hmm. As you guys are walking around these, uh, this, this crypt, if you will, these up, uh, above ground burial sites of different ages and different architecture and different quality and different ages. Do I have an inkling? Did Lucy and I talk about Camillo at all? In, in what capacity? Like, would I know how old he is? <clears throat> you would know that, um, y- yes. You would also know that as you, as you age, you get stronger. However, in the more recent nights, you are not the strongest. Like, you, you're weaker than almost everyone else in New Orleans that is a vampire. Sorry, Kendrick. Okay. Was there was there something specific that you were asking if you had a like, conversation? I want to I know if, if she thinks he's buried here or like if there's a stone for him here. You wouldn't have talked about his his that with, with her. Okay. Um, okay. Either it didn't come up or she wouldn't have told you or she doesn't know. Okay. Um, yeah. You guys take the lead. Yeah. Um, I want to just kind of go to uh whatever the i want to find a as as nondescript of a stone as possible and see like what is what might be hiding here in plain sight but just as a non in a nondescript way in, um, in a nondescript way or you would like to use your sight unseen i so i think <clears throat> do you want to turn on your super duper see everything powers in the most the I oldest so, graveyard Yes, so that's the thing, right? Is like that's yes, the show now. Fucking go I for it, man. but I don't think that he would think to do so yet because we are so new to everything that it's it's not you. It's not if here's in. here's what I will say: if you as a player thought of it, I mean, yeah, for a lot of things <laughs> like being able to find a rock, like a loose rock, and having the composure mm-hmm. to do so is one thing. Yeah. Having to be like, you know what? I have all these super duper magic powers and I haven't had a chance to use them. I mean, yet. fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> you as a player. Fair. Then I, yeah, fuck that. Uh, your, your, player, your character will almost always have more knowledge than you as the player do. Is, is, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Then, yeah. Um, he'll go ahead and just, like, once we step in, like, once, okay. once we're through and the brick dust gets laid down, he'll just kind of, as we turn around, try and click that on and see what he can see now that is a rouse check if i'm not mistaken it's your it's your power is it a rouse check Uh, let me double check Uh, i believe since the unseen it's yes 
Um, yeah, because you're you're rousing the blood to see things that aren't there. So yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, uh, apparently, uh, no. Since the unseen is no rouse check. Hey. That's so. I'm drinking currently. Please use the power. <laughs> power of yeah, it's no rouse check. The power of the chat compels you. Do it. Okay. Empire can cool. add their aspects rating to their perception checks. So go ahead and make me. I love how it says perception checks, and there's no such fucking thing. I know, yeah. I know. Go ahead, roll me a perception <laughs> check as your ability modifier. We're at my d20. Uh, right, yeah. do, do, me, do me a favor and roll uh, intelligence awareness or wits okay. awareness. Okay. Um, and then add one for my aspect. Aha, wits awareness is the perception check. I'm learning. Yeah. Amazing. Um, let's see. Thank you, Reland. I appreciate you so much. You and Shanky, uh, I really appreciate you. Um, and then one for blood potency mm-hmm. and one for auspects because of the power. What is your What is your auspects rating? It's just a one. Oh, yeah, then yes. Okay, got it. Uh, two. Oof. Not too great. Um, Not too great. Um, however, you succeeded. Um, and you didn't, yeah. So you you look around, and guys, if you drink the perception, <laughs> you look around and you see. We're actually going to see what you see. I didn't think you would do this. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So you look around and you see shapes. That weren't there a second ago. Hmm. You see, you, you see, you see ghosts. You see dead people, my friend. Yes. Um. <laughs> also, they see you. Oh, oh shit! Because oh, what? You, I mean, they were already seeing, you, I mean, but now you see them fair. seeing. You. Um, since the unseen the vampire can detect things that are supernaturally invisible like obfuscate users invisible users ghosts or dormant blood sorcery spells who rolled what what is this oh no that was just me because so that it's in a better format thank you single fucking line since the unseen the senses of the vampire become attuned to dimensions beyond the mundane allowing them to sense presences otherwise hidden from the naked eye this can be anything from another vampire using obfuscate to someone using auspex to spy upon the character to a ghost in the middle of the room. Dormant blood sorcery spells and rituals might also be found with this power. At the storyteller's discretion, cause blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there's nothing. Uh, whenever there's something supernatural hiding in plain sight, the storyteller makes a hidden roll of wit's auspects. We're not going to do that. You were in a graveyard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Soon we'll be taking your training walls off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you look around and you start making eye contact with things that you know your friends, your coterie, your partners on this escapade cannot see. Yep. And when I say you make eye contact, heads turn to you. And they don't break away. Cool. And there's about five or six that you see that are, you know, kind of just 
maneuvering themselves around and through the crypts. And then they kind of just look around. And then they see you. And about three of them start walking towards you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, he, yeah, he's just going to kind of like, because he expected to see something. Mm-hmm. And he knows that ghosts are a thing. And obviously we are in a cemetery. Mm-hmm. But I think being noticed by them has caught him well off guard. Um, and so because he all he did is see them. He hasn't yeah. like interacted. And so I think that that really caught him off guard. So he's just going to like stand there frozen for a second um, and like cock his head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because Jem said what? He, uh, n- n- nothing. It's fine. Um, keep, keep looking around. Uh, and then he will just. Do you try to act like you didn't see? You're just like, oh, well, this yeah. is interesting. <laughs> no, because he's still staring at these ghosts being like, mm-hmm. what are they going to do? And mm-hmm. how can I react to this? But at the same time, does not want to alert do, other people. To do ghosts. you drop your sense of the unseen or do you keep it up? Nope, he's going to keep it up. Let's play with fire, bitch. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, I love you, Matthew. And and what are the rest of you guys doing as all this is going on? Um, I think Addison is looking for like if there's like a big crypt, something that he might take inspiration from. In in what way do you do you mean like artistically? Artistically, yeah. Yeah, we'll say. Um, let me let me stroll through St. Louis Cemetery number one a little bit. Uh, characterized by ornate above ground tombs, a tradition that is owed to the tendency of bodies buried underground in the city, which famously sits below sea level. And is Marie Laveau's tomb there, like there are, there are like, spectacular in any way? There are like respectful signs um, for Marie Laveau's uh, uh, tomb. It's like a graveyard tent. It is... You see signs directing you towards it. You can't see it from where you're at. Um... But you do see, like, and go this way for Marie Laveau's. But there, there are beautiful tombs. He would head that way. I think he, I, I think he would kind of head that way, but kind of taking those things in because he he does take inspiration from. I mean, that's why he's there. He's there to oh, take yeah. inspiration. You from see, you see a lot of Catholic. Um, you see a lot of Catholic architecture. Um. Where, where some actually have the crucifix placed upon them. And none of you have those lovely little mythic flaws. Um, so um, do you? Did, you? did you put a mythic flaw on your thing and not no. tell me and then walk into a graveyard? Like a uh, fool? No, I, have, I have the UV one. Oh, okay. Now you're fine. Yeah, yeah I have wild roses. You have what? Wild roses. Gotcha. Oh. No, you're, you're fine. Why the um, fuck not? Hell yeah. I, I would say that specifically, like, there are roses laying around, and you do kind of get the, you get the heebie-jeebies, gem, but they're not living. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so as you, as, as Addison walks off, what are the rest of you two doing? You, you see him notice the sign, and as he's walking, um, you, you see him notice the sign of Marie Laveau's cemetery, like, tomb this way. Um, but he's, he's also taking in the sights around him. 
Uh, Jace is taking in the sights around him, but he doesn't look like he's enjoying himself. He does not like what the sights have to offer. Mm-hmm. Or what the sight has to offer, I guess. The other thing that I didn't mention is, is he's taking copious notes on his phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Thanks. Jim, good you. Alright. Yeah, you see Addison walk off, and, and Jace is kind of walking, but he's like looking at distinct areas like not doing the head bump but like he is yeah he's definitely looking up not at to not at like gravestones he's, he's not like, looking at the stones he's and, looking and, past and also not he's looking at the pathways uh, yeah yeah I, she's gonna okay if if like she mirrors behavior that she's around and she was told specifically not to be weird that's fair <laughs> So she can't be around Pigeon Boy right now. So she's going to go with Addison. And she's I, been here before. So she's been to Laveau's tomb. So she's going to, hey, do you, do, you need, do you want me to show you where it is? And he just kind of puts, a, puts one finger to her mouth and just says, Shh, if you're going to come, do what you must. You can handle that however you would like to, Jim. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. Oh my god. Well, she's gonna walk next to him, but she's gonna have a handout in his line of sight. Addison is com- gonna be completely oblivious to she'll, she'll no, she notices that it's there in front of his phone. <sighs> and then he just turns to here to her. Uh can, can I help you? Yes, I'm. We need to discuss payment for this evening. Say that one more time. My internet's being shitty. (laughs) (laughs) We need to discuss payment for this evening. (sighs) (laughs) Your payment was my consultation on your beautiful necklace. Right, and I have been modeling an Addison original all throughout New Orleans. Mm. All night. I need compensation. Is my name anywhere to be found? Who do you know that will buy that? Do you not trust your work? This is amazing. He just starts walking away from her. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to get your money. I'm going to get your money, son. She'll follow him. And he's, he's, he kind of laser beams to her and says, shh. And Jace, right about then, as she screams, you start to see more of these ghosts walk out and kind of look towards where the sound is and then see you and then start walking. Now, the first three, there's one that's leading the other two. Now, I say leading. There's one that's in front. Okay. And... It's about five feet away. Um, how distinct do these ghosts look? Like, are they, is it hazy, vaguely humanoid figure? No, no. Or there's, is it they clothes are, and... They're people. They're translucent, but they have clothes and they have faces and they have eyes that are looking right at yours. How, what style... As I look up Wraith... 
World of Darkness. Oh, no. <laughs> what style dress are they in? Different, these, different ages, different the periods. Three of them? Mm-hmm. They're they're oh. all roughly different periods of dress. Okay. <clears throat> um, he will kind of nod to them. A coherent body of plasm, the substance that makes up the majority of the underworld. Uh, non-material stuff and the wraiths, wraiths corpus, their body equivalent, can be changed. Blah 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 blah. They look like people. Okay, cool. They're they're cool. definitely like you just walked into a haunted house, except you can see through these people. Cool. He will nod to them and then take a step to the side and try and continue on and let them just walk past. No. Oh. No. Cool. One steps in front of you and the two block your path. And Pixie, uh, sorry, Siren is roughly behind you. Like, not like, whoop. But mm-hmm. you start trying to walk nonchalantly out of the direction and he stops right in front of you, Siren. Um, Jace, can I help you, buddy? Not sure. Still trying to figure that out. And the um, first one reaches an arm out to you slowly. Non, non-threateningly. Like, there's no, like, ah! Yeah, sure. Uh, definitely more nonchalantly than uh, the the embrace of... <laughs> He's not like, ah! But... That's the standard now, though. Yes. Like, that's... You know, it's, not, yeah. it's not a Vegas On a scale reach. of one yes, to Vegas, Vegas where reach. are we? Uh, it's about a two. Like, he's just... He's, okay. and you see, it's a... He's dressed in a suit, but he has, a, like, a military-esque haircut. Okay. And he just kind of reaches out. Oh man. Can I do a can I do a check? Um maybe like an occult something. For what? What would you like to make a check because for? I because Matthew mm-hmm. does not know if And you think I do. Is that a, is adorable. I know. But if this is something that is like abort mission or if this is manageable see what happens and it's maybe manageable i would say that the only way to to know that uh-huh you can make make me a composer occult okay does okay. does jace say fuck it i want to see or fuck this shit i'm out <sighs> yeah Now's the moment we really find out who we are. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, he has to know. So that is part of our issue. So he's yeah. So he's just gonna fuck it. He's just gonna see what happens. Do you have Um, any specialties that would that would help? Uh, no, no. Okay, so go ahead and roll your composure occult with a plus one. You got it, composure. No, I'm going to roll your um, blood magic skill occult specialty. Ooh, okay, got Give it. Give me that. So that's, um, I think, just another two, right? Okay, so five. Five successes. Five successes. Um, you know you're in dangerous water, and the longer that insulting one or reaching out in an area 
like this, probably not the best idea. All right. Um, then just before any sort of contact will happen, like he's hold, he's playing chicken with this ghost, but just, just before any sort of contact can happen, he'll go ahead and turn it, try and turn it off. Okay. And um, you, you do your, your somewhat glazed eyesight just kind of returns and you kind of shake your head a little bit to come out of it. <clears throat> Just as you feel this coldness touch your chest and wash through your entire undead body. So what I'd like you to do is keep in mind (laughs) that until I tell you otherwise, Mm -hmm. where did it go? Gotta learn something. Where did it go? I had it up and then I was looking somewhere else. And... You have a two-dot flaw until I tell you otherwise. (laughs) Okay. You are currently despised. Oh, okay. So go ahead and add that flaw as a temporary. One group or region of the city lives only to thwart you and your faction. Oh my Subtract God, two boy. dice from dice pools, attempting to convince a neutral actor of that group to support you politically or do you a favor. The storyteller should take any opportunity to involve your haters in the story. <laughs> any uh, opportunity. Great. I lit. Um, <laughs> cool. Gotta learn somehow. This and is so, so Siren, Siren asks you, like, you're good? Um, yeah, yeah. Inside check the shit out of that. Do it. I didn't get to do it. I didn't get to do it earlier. Uh, Jace, go ahead and roll me a manipulation setterfuge because you are definitely, in fact, not fucking good at all. (laughs) What attribute would you like to add to this? Uh, well, not not Jim. I would like you to do. You can either do wits or intelligence, and then those were insight. literally the two that I was thinking. Well, uh, wits intelligence. Uh, sorry, wits insight or intelligence insight. I'm gonna do wits insight. That's fun for me. With a plus one. With a plus one. Yeah, sorry. Your blood, your blood potency. That's fine. Uh, yeah, you know he's lying to you. But I, sure. I okay. Yeah, but I can't tell why. Yeah, you can't, um, you can't tell why. Um, you just know that uh, Witchy Boy is not in digging current state of mind. She will. Um, oh, this might get me in trouble. <sighs> Casually, just arm around her shoulder. It's like, you know, I thought saw some cool. Uh, Tombstone's over by the group. You wanna? She maybe just thinks he's skeezed out by the reality of the graveyard. I don't That's know fair. why, but like he's not okay. He's like, I think I saw some cool headstones. Maybe check out like over closer to the group. Yeah, so, and you guys start yeah, walking sure. around now. Addison and and Jim, as you guys start walking towards, um, as you start following the signs, there's there's no role to be made. You start hearing. Um, 
stone on stone sounds. Um, like definite, like not all around you, but definitely coming from a direction. Um, and and it's in the direction that you guys are currently walking in. It's kind of the to the right, but it's it's in the direction you're going to. And you you hear stone on stone or metal on stone, maybe. It's definitely a, a an abrasive scraping sound. Like one of the boxes is opening. That could be you. You don't know. Oh, okay. It's it's stone on stone or metal on stone, something like that. Anything? She's gonna put an arm on him and stop him. Um. Uh. Do we know where uh, uh where what's her name went? Lucy? Lucy's standing at the very front gate. She never came in with you guys. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, Listen to them. The children of the night. What music they make. And then above one of the taller standing tombs. You you guys haven't made it to Marie Laveau's tomb. You see, well, if you click on the Nosferatu handout, uh-huh. you see who you see. A very large, muscular form crouched on the roof of one of the tombs, and where there would be a cross, the top part is knocked off. You don't see it around, it's just not there. And you see someone resting their head, a scaled face, green of skin, golden-colored eyes, and a mouth that goes terrifyingly wide. You've seen this individual before. He was the one that was addressed as Primogen. The night of your embrace in the clubhouse who showed deference to the prince. He was the one that said that Addison was supposed to be one of their Cleopatras. You know that this is the primogen of the Nosferatu. Welcome. And Addison, he nods to you. Thank you for your payment. Fuck. (laughs) Jesus, like... (laughs) (laughs) Duh! <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys do? You guys have... Jason, you are probably not in the best no. uh, mindset at the moment, but I turn it over to you all. You've been greeted. You all know that the cemeteries are the Nosferatu's. I don't want to say settlements, but... Uh, the domain the, for the, all intents and purposes the unclaimed domain like they is theirs and ain't nobody fucking taking it away from because who, who fucking like who wants it yeah exactly 
weirdly, as with huh, years of etiquette training kicking in, weirdly, um, back a little straighter, attitude a little less sassy. How, um, how, how about you roll me a oh composure good. etiquette? That's Ooh. a better choice. We'll figure out how well she does with, with your, this. With your one dot and composure and zero dot of etiquette. Fuck you. Um, I, I, I will say this, though. You may use... You can use um, one of your specialties from today. Thank you. Yes. You know what? I shall. Um, so one for specialty and one for your blood potency. And then uh, essentially <laughs> your one dot of composure. Thank you. Composure and nothing else. <laughs> and... Since uh, Addison has had much more formal training, fucking nothing. You got nothing. Um, yeah. You you do try though. I mean, you you try to like you're a little you're a little fucking freaked out, but you do try to kind of adjust yourself, understand that you have this important figure in front of you, and you shut the fuck up, um, which is it probably to be like expected of you. Now, for Addison, you understand that this is a low clan compared to the social rankings of the kindred in New Orleans. However, you also understand that this is the primogen of one of those low clans, which means regardless of where you sit in your clan, you will always sit lower than he does yeah. in, in the scheme of things. And you know to respect him respectfully show deference without... Like, you're still going to be you. Yeah. But you understand, like, probably not the the time. Uh, Jen, you were told that these guys mean fucking business. Yep. Uh, That's kind of it. You were told, like, okay, who they are, what their kind of role is. They like to spy. They like to get information. Um, However, like, they also take care of people in the city. They take care of a lot of the mental health in the city. So, yeah. like, you, you've got that in mind. Jace, in, in mind specifically with this, you understand what a primogen is. You understand that, especially in New Orleans, the Tremere have a pretty solid working relationship with the Nosferatu. Yep. Uh, materials are usually exchanged. Say materials, bodies. Um, are usually yeah, explained, uh, exchanged for um, information, services, boons. Ah, yeah. Or other materials needed. Sure. Okay. And then uh, he says, welcome, and with that information in mind, what do you guys do? Um, I think Addison kind of... Uh, uh, with as much composure and, and elegance and, and uh, etiquette as he can and really kind of puts on that showman and, and uh, says... I, I will say before you go any further, you would have also been told the names of all the primogen uh, to use in yep. in situations where primogen of the Nosferatu, how are you? Like, uh, you know that this individual's name is aptly... Grin. Yeah. 
Grin. Grin. He has that large... Thank you, handouts and all time. Yes. Uh, everything in the handouts, you guys know. In the character sheets uh, tab, Megan, um, the oh, newspaper, it's down yeah, below. Okay. I was going through yes. the Discord. So I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I also didn't want you to like put it in canon and you're like, hello, Primogen. But, right. Hello, Kevin. Like, <laughs> hello, Marty. What's up, Bob? How you doing, buddy? Yeah. Wait, what players <laughs> need to read handouts? Well, that's, to be fair, I also uh, updated them like 20 minutes before we went, went live. Yeah. And didn't yeah. tell anyone but me and Matthew they were going up because we were with him when he was uploading them. Yeah. So, like, yep. that's not on us, buddy. So, so yes, yeah, so you guys <laughs> run into the, the Primogen Nosferatu grin. And, and Addison, you um, do what again? Uh, I'm going to, to, to greet him, you know, uh, hello, uh, you know, grin, uh, and kind of introduce oh, hold on. who we you're, are you're, and why we're there. You're, you're lagging a little bit. Of, of oh, so you told him, like, you, you greeted him as Mr. Grin and then explained kind of why you were there. Where is the little one? Yeah. And Grin looks at you, Jem, and says, where's the little one? Uh, and, and with as much... Uh... No, go ahead, Addison. I think we lost Addison for a second. Yep. Addison's on a work yeah, trip and uh, <laughs> at a hotel. And uh, if you guys have ever been to a hotel, you guys know that it's a wonderful... I don't, I don't... Addison is shockingly composed. He's a a whole ass robot. He is. There we go. To be quite honest, props for like doing, tuning, like playing on a work trip. Like, mad props to David for being like, I'm at work, (laughs) out of town, I'm going to play anyway. Uh, The bar is up here. All all tabletop (laughs) players forever. So, Jim, he, he, he smiled, or Addison, he smiles at you, that large, big grin. When you say his name, you were taught well, and you paid exorbitantly well. Just remember, remember, not everything is, and no one is, what they seem, little suit. And then he... He looks at Jem and he does say, where is the little one? Your shadow. Not here. Where? On the other side. And he looks around. You've started killing already. Making making the, the dead people on the other side joke. Right. And he, She's he nods. Terrified. <laughs> she he actually nods. has like has like like the cage drama. He will notice that of... and smile. She's waiting outside the gate. She I has know. she actually has like a fistful of Addison's like <laughs> sleep. <shirt. laughs> <laughs> and just kind of yeah. Addison reacts to that and kind of he, he removes her hand from his shirt. It's a very expensive shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. But, but he does. He he grabs her hand he, with the opposite hand. So he grabs it with that, and then he kind of just 
holds her hand down to his side for an extra couple seconds. So and like an additional comfort before he lets go. Yes. <laughs> before he eats her it's hand. Our well, before he eats. I, I don't get to like, yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that impression, but he, yeah, no. he, he looks from you and notices that raises an eyebrow to you, Addison, and then looks to Jace. Little witch. Little witch. Hello. Hello, Grin. How is it? How is it going? <laughs> Do I terrify you all that much? He looks around to all of you. Because while, while Addison is composed, Jem is not. And neither is Jace. Yeah. And then he looks to you siren and goes well what is it songbird you are muted <laughs> there you go <laughs> she's i had i rolled shit she can't get words out that's that's fair jace will um it's if you don't mind me saying, it's less you and more, um, and he will look around to the cemetery. Just everything. Did you see something that you weren't supposed to see, little witch? Not sure yet. No, you'll find out. <laughs> and then he reaches in front of the the tomb that he is perched on and you see that these his arm is not only muscular but it is like gorilla length long and he very easily pulls the tomb door open and he climbs down what Oh, your names. And he looks to you, Addison. Addison Claiborne, at your service. And he very, like, he doesn't, he doesn't stop making eye contact, but he nods his head. And then very quickly looks to you, Jem. Jennifer Graham? And nods. Looks at you, Jace. Jace. Jace uh, Campbell. Find your song, songbird. Yes, Siren, thanks. No, no, no. And he starts walking a little bit closer to you. And there is the stereotypical... You're, you're a Toreador. Yeah. He knows that you are a Toreador. However, without being said. Does his physical repulsion affect your bane? Oh, shit. Wrote it down. Oh. I don't think so. It does not. 
No, because I, yeah, no. However, for the viewers at home, without giving too much away, she is a certain bloodline of Toreador that doesn't show the same veins as the other Toreador. However, both her sire and some of her other instructors would have told her about the Toreador expectations of Bane. So she pretends like it does. If you would like to pretend, like, are you, that's, that's another thing. There, you have fear. He is 6'6". Six, six, and if you thought that Vegas was a large man, he could yeet Vegas. He just pulled like a 400 pound slab of stone very easily to the side. Like you would open a door. He's just. Listen, if you close your eyes, it's totally fine. <laughs> so what I would like, what I would like you to do. He is thousand. What I would like you to do. You've got shit and composure. Uh, you know what? I know. Thanks. We're, there was we're a story reason for that. Roll, roll a willpower. Oh, my God. No, roll there was a, a story willpower. reason I want for to the see, composure. There's, there's two steps to this. Oh, but I want you to roll a willpower check to see if you get to the second step. Come on. Do you have any modifiers on this? No, not for willpower. Okay, just making sure. Mm. Okay. Two. Nope. You, yeah, you have two successes. Um, <laughs> now I want you to roll. I want you to roll manipulation centrifuge with your specialty. Thank you. Oh, fucking. Come on. Stop it. Oh, it's because I don't have any in that. Thank you. Yeah, you, you can't lie worth shit. Like, thanks so much. <clears throat> I didn't Love choose that. your dots for you. Love that. Zero. Oh. But it also says that you rolled zero dice. Why? I have manipulation points. Yeah, let me let me Oh hold on, I may have figured it out. It's be Wow, you rolled five dice. I had I didn't give it the modifier though. Hold on. I was typing too fast. Um essentially it okay, for the second attribute, it can't dice. be blank. Roll one die. Okay. Interesting. Just roll uh, one roll die. Roll one D ten. Thank you. Hold on. Okay. Okay, so you only have your one success. But you do have a success. Okay. So what he's going to do. No. There. Okay. So, so he, out of his dice, also only had one success. Thank God. How in the fuck that happens, I have no idea. The magic of storytelling. Apparently. Dice. So, 
the tie goes to the player. Yes. And and it goes to the actor, yes. Um the tie will always go to the player because you're real, he's not. Thank and you. Your while you're not acting as much as like disgusted as he would probably think, you're acting like repulsingly afraid of being right. in his near presence. And that is enough to have him enjoy his moment. Mm-hmm. I would Good. like you to leave me something. And he looks to all four of you. Leave me inspiration and he looks at you Addison wisdom and looks at you Jem a secret which maybe a song and then he walks the fuck away and leaves you all four standing in front of this open tomb Wow. What, what are you writing down, Jace? You're taking poem. notes? No, I'm writing oh a poem. Oh my god. I want, you're fucking making me a... The shape of him. You no, and your no. stupid poems. All right. He said, uh, for those of you guys who weren't around for uh, session session zero, uh, Jace writes bad poetry. Usually, <laughs> and sometimes in shapes of like hearts and such. Did we establish it was bad or is it yes, just we poetry? Did. Yeah, he, he said it was bad. Like we he established said, there was bad. It, it was okay. not good. I would like you to roll a... Hmm. What would you roll? Because you have nothing in craft. Nope. <laughs> Let's see. What do you have? You know what? Uh-huh. I mean, just a charisma? Like, normally, like, maybe a craft charisma, but... I, I want you, you to do a charisma that. craft. It, it will make okay. sense that you are bad at poetry to craft a bad poem. Yeah. Um, and then one for my blood potency. And while he's doing this, what else are you guys doing? Okay. You you only had one success. Uh, give me the general feel for this poem. Um, you you craft the the words in in the way that like sure, obviously sure, sure. not the best time tonight. Uh, no, but um, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a uh, free form poem, which is really like there is not gonna be a rhyme scheme because homeboy's but, not. But what do you what, what topic? But what do you? Um, it's gonna be about um about uh. Things that go bump in the night. Like about scary things that go bump in the night. Fair. And that's going to be it. Uh, and, and so, uh, Shanky and uh, Raylan, they bring up a good point. The roll 20 is rolling low tonight. We've seen that with the PvP as well. Um, I will say, though, that a lot of these rolls they've been making tonight, um, they will find out what they're good at and stop trying to make rolls where they have zero points in anything. You would yes. think that, but we've been playing D&D together, some of us, for like That's six true. years, and that has yet to fucking happen. It does. It does fit the narrative specifically so, for Jace's poetry, though. Like, he mm, wants to be a poet. No, he I mean, sucks at poetry. Yeah. So, Jim, what do you... So, you leave your Bump of the Night poem. Hell yeah. Jim, what do you leave? I don't know. I think I have to leave my rope. No! He said wisdom! 
That was what he said, but it was more along the lines of clan. Like he was, he was giving her a subtle nod to wisdom. But we can come back to you if, if Addison or Siren have anything prepared. I'm not ready. What was the thing he asked of me? Inspiration. He asked for inspiration. Inspiration. Because, hmm. like, yes, they, they know your clan, but they also, like, they were also there the night you were embraced, and he knows that you, who you are, what your skill set, your, who you are. And anything yeah. he didn't know about you has probably been found out by now. Um, could I could I leave him like a, like a? You could leave him your cell phone. I want oh. I want to leave him like like a like a business card with a note. Yeah, if you if you have business cards on you, I'm assuming that you would. <laughs> Addison obviously yeah. always would have business cards on. It's, it's so, Addison. Yeah, yeah. He pulls out his, his pocketbook <laughs> and he writes a note um, that says, uh, uh, let's meet. There. Interesting. Do you, do you, does, it, does it have your card, uh, your, your phone number on it? Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah, there. So you leave him your, your business card with your your. Your cell phone number and does it have your address on there at all? Is it like a New Orleans resident or or a business? It has, or is it just it has the address to his to his office. Okay. Then it was like Addison and then okay. Find me. <laughs> uh Siren or Jim. Okay. 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 I think yeah. She's she's gonna <laughs> I've decided she's Addison's problem now. Um, shouldn't have made that little babysitting comment, my man. While he's got his stuff out, she's going to grab another uh, business card and wait until Jace is done with his pen and then scratch out the front with all of Addison's information, <laughs> flip it over, and write um, uh the address of Sela D. Uh, okay. Please deliver um, one vinyl copy of the Illusionary Movements of Geraldine and Nazu by J. Ralph to um, it, it, she writes like a quick note to Jerry, her old boss, okay. and okay. signs it um, okay. Jem. So, so that would be so like he could get a CD? It, yeah, no, it's a specific album. It's a okay. but vinyl because it would it's much it's vinyl. better. Yeah. yeah, this this particular one is, but it it she thinks it's the perfect music for 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 graveyard. Fair enough, and siren. Yeah, um, she has been working on. I mean, I know what you usually carry on you, and I'm I'm wondering. Me or her. The tits? Um, that's not a song. Uh, no, it, it didn't have to be a song. He was addressing you as a member of clans. Yeah. yeah. She has... Mm, um, huh. She has uh, not... Want to leave him a drumstick? 
I was about, let me goddamn get there. She has not put, she has not put down the drumstick she was supposed to be using at that show yet. Um, she has had them in her back pocket, like for a yeah. week or however long they've been studying. And she just couple taps, like quietly to herself, like she's counting down before a, before a song again, like she used to. This is the song that you hear. Yeah. What? The song that never goes away. Do I have to tell them what it is yet? No, 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 no. Okay, no. good. Yeah, no, what, but it's, What yeah. I'm saying is, is like you start to tap and then you realize yes, that it's, that it's, oh, it's that. Yeah. And she, um, cannot bring herself to get closer to him. So she mic drops. The- oh, he's, he's walked away. Like he's <laughs> okay, completely, good, good. He she opened just, the tomb for you guys to put some things inside. Okay, good. Then she does so with both of them. Okay. And then you watch as it slides shut. <laughs> oh, God, no. And then you guys are left alone. And we will give you the last little bit of the scene as you guys start walking out. Unless um, you guys would like to explore some more of this. Let's get out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't I want to tell you as you go. walk out if you're not going to walk out. But like, um, I think Addison is walking with with a renewed. You, he's very inspired and and has kind of more pep in, in his stuff. And you can see him like frantically uh, typing something in his notes app. What a fucking weirdo. Amazing. <laughs> Says the dude who wanted to look at ghosts. You know. He just wanted to know if the ghosts were there, and that's a legitimate Different concern. No, of, he would he would know that ghosts are not a good thing. Yeah, but if I'm going into a house that might have spiders that are poisonous, and I want to know if the spiders that are poisonous are there, <laughs> so I can be careful, I'd want to fucking know. That's fair. Because, like, that's just because you don't know they're there doesn't mean they can't kill you. Yeah, no, that's fair. That is true. Um, you know, uh, Jace just wants to be out of the cemetery. So he's leading the charge, that's <laughs> as fair. it were. Everybody else kind of following the later here? Yeah, she's, yeah. she's shaking and, like, Lady Macbething her hands the entire way out. Out to damn spot. Yeah, I, hats off to... Uh, <laughs> Well, check you said it, but rates get really angry when you realize you see them. Uh, hats off to uh, Jace here for throwing something at me. I was not prepared for, even when I knew we were going to yeah, a graveyard. Bitch. Um, <laughs> just be prepared. We're looking into rates this week. Uh, also, okay. if you need if you need a good rate story uh, on the McStabber Studios YouTube, you can find out all kinds of things about rates, and Ooh. it's going to hurt your feelings. But uh, if you can, if you can tough it out, it's good. So does everybody uh, follow Jace out? Yes. God, yes. Okay, Jace, you, you come to the, the, the wrought iron gates and uh, Lucy's standing in, in front of you inside the gates. Mm. And she came in. Okay. Um, and, and you could tell that she's just got this big grin on her face. How'd it go? That was the worst hazing ritual I've ever been a part of, and I belong to six sororities. It was great. Can we leave? You can spend the night. That's all right. But but usually, like, witches love 
graveyards. That's stereotyping. And she she looks at you like you are obviously still shocked and yes. She get she gets it. <laughs> yeah, um and he'll uh just kind of chuckle and kind of risk it for the biscuit. And then um well, maybe the next one. And the next one it is Ruby, oh, no, Sapphire, Diamond. How how was your trip? Did you like the tour? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and she leans close. It's okay. It's not that bad. She she whispers back and like she, her voice is shaking. She was like genuinely wide eyed. She's like, I I couldn't figure out his song. Oh no. It's fair. Oh. And, and she's just she's she's trying not to cry and and look like a. That's fair. In front of everybody else, and she like straightens up and. <laughs> and and Addison, she uh, she reaches out a hand to you, sir. How was your tour? She she reaches out like very like business like reaches out a hand. He shakes her hand and says, "Productive." And you get your one hundred dollars back. But it Uh-oh. is. But it is. What? Gross. <laughs> it's you. You feel it. It's like you, you get a hundred dollars to spit on it right back to you. And he he just hands it to Jim. My God. <laughs> and he, he puts he takes her hand, closes and closes it around the gross slimy hundred dollar bill. <laughs> because she asked you for payment. <laughs> We have trouble, John. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so happy with this dynamic. Oh, you did ask for payment, though. <laughs> yeah, she did. She doesn't even look at him. She just puts puts it in her oh. pocket and like wipes it off. However, I would like to point out, I've now got three feet of rope and a hundred dollars. The hashtag of the inventory getting longer. Three episodes from now, she's got the entire venture building in her pocket. <laughs> yes, yes. It's she- a long time, man. <laughs> Yeah. Are there still slimy gummy bears in your pockets? Is my question. Yeah. Speaking to the dollars yeah. now. Yeah. I have many pockets. I mean, they're girl pockets, so they're like this big. Yeah. 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 You fit like two gummy bears in there. Yeah. yeah. I got pockets though, and and she goes, "All right, so stay on the sidewalk, and you guys start walking." And we have about fifteen more minutes left. If there's anything you guys want to talk about, or ask her, or anything else like that. Where should we go next? On I don't tour. know. Are While we so- we're walking? Oh, go ahead. Are we planning on visiting? And do we have to? Ch- do we have to check off lists of clan important people? Well, I have my list. This? I I mean, it depends who you think is important. I I know they are with Lucy, the Malkavian. Um, I wouldn't say she's she's not the primogen. You guys know that. Yeah. Mm. Um, wouldn't the prince be the primogen? He's not. He said he wasn't. No, no. no the the prince okay. is the prince, and and I know I was freaked out. <laughs> the, <laughs> the prince is the prince, and he has a primogen council mm. of a variety of clans. You may not have a primogen, um, uh, of a primogen <laughs> council of representatives, and Camillo most definitely has his, um. 
you do have a Malkavian primogen. It is the other third Malkavian that you did not, you haven't met yet. They're one. That's their name. Neo, Lucy, and the other one. Mm-hmm. Some cities do and not appoint Peggy. a primogen. And that guy. Uh, the, the reason, so a little bit of lore that Sway is homebrewing is the fact that a whip shadow. Yeah. Um, the, she's specifically the coterie shadow. She is kind of sort of the whip for um, Hancock, which is the primogen of the Malkavians. Um, but it was it was highly suggested by the primogen council that the older of the three Malkavians, Hancock, since the prince is so young, that all clans inside the city Mm. that declared themselves Camarilla would have a voice in rebuilding the city. Mm. So that's why you have clans that aren't necessarily Camarilla anymore. uh, Metaplot large lore wise. They do have Camarilla representatives inside the city because they have essentially a constituency, not all clans. All clans that decided they wanted to saddle up with the ivory tower. So, yes, uh, you. Depends what you think is important people. But yes, there are some people that we would like you to meet. And by like you to meet, you have a tour to complete. (laughs) And she looks at Jim. It's a song. It's a song now. It rhymed. It's a song. Not all songs rhyme. The best ones do. I look at Jason and go, Jace, that's how you make a rhyme. Not all poems have to rhyme. But the best ones do. What? (laughs) (sighs) Um, (laughs) And she looks like visibly frustrated that you think that the the songs, not that songs don't have to rhyme, but that poetry doesn't have to rhyme. Okay. It depends on what are we now? Shush. What are we? Where are we going? What's next? You're the one with the list. What do you think is most important? And she gives you the biggest fucking smile ever what did i do put her in charge <laughs> yeah you know what he's seeing ghosts i get to decide the chaos being well, is leading the tour. Oh, and that's the thing is let's go see something haunted well yeah definitely just you, you, yeah. you got you it jace you got it yeah yeah, you got what you yeah wanted. that was yeah um and so over the course of the next few sessions and nights you are going to have to give yourself, um, and I would say give yourself up. You will have to, um, what is the word? Produce yourselves to the primogen. Mm. Okay. Um, so the next stop, and Lucy goes, I think that we all need a little bit more music in our life, Siren. And we are going to go to the opera house. And and Siren, you know this is the Women's Opera Guild House. And that your primogen is the next up on the list. I said something and then it happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. You did this. Look at me. I'm keeping my mouth. Look at me. I'm sitting here quiet. And there comes a consequence, consequence. <laughs> <laughs> and, and up pulls actually um rebecca chases driver and behind 
Rebecca Chase's driver, and she's not there, is um, Vegas Laughlin's driver. And they're both, they're both Escalades. Like, Iris probably would have gave you, like, a Ford Explorer, but the Toreador and uh, Ventru, they have Escalades. Now, there's enough for you both, uh, for all four of you to fit into one vehicle or both. Um, however you guys want to uh, split the party. Siren automatically gravitates towards Vegas's car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is home turf, and she has spare drumsticks stashed beneath the seat. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so she's 100%. going there, because that's where her shit is. <sighs> uh, so who who rides with who? Are you t- both taking the same one? Wherever Lucy goes. We've seen what happens there, though. That's fair. She's just standing there. Lucy's just standing there. She not get in a car? She's not going to. No. She can probably turn into a bat and fly. That's racist. Um, (laughs) She's a new vamp. She doesn't know the rules yet. Okay, it's it's ignorant. It's not. (laughs) That's ignorant. Yeah. She'll she'll get in the car with Siren. Addison, Jace. Where's Addison going? And see, I assume Rebecca Chase's car. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, just zones. because it feels weird to leave one person alone, Jace will go with Addison. <laughs> and I, 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 I think thank Addison, you guys so much for splitting my party. You're welcome. <laughs> I think I'm Addison bringing is, us two cars. is irritated that Jace gets in the car with so. oh, yes. her. <laughs> That's fair. Amazing. Amazing. So and then and so we will end tonight with we'll give you both uh both cars the chance to talk. And uh I, I, I know y'all's real life uh gender preferences, but like the guys and the gals. Um mm. if that's like I know um Jace is he them. Um but we we definitely just split the party. Do you, we'll start with uh Siren and Jem, do you guys want to have a little conversation before we leave? Mike? Sure. What do you yeah. want to talk about? <laughs> um, so this is their first time On alone. Brand. No, this is their first time alone from literally the brief moment they had when they're tied up where it's, yeah. I saw you at that show, right? Yeah, I did. So <laughs> Siren in the, she's got the sticks. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> and she's just drumming on the seat like she does sometimes. And she's like, Oh, so you saw um, Corkscrew play over at the um, at the lounge, right? That's the show that you were at, right? She just like talks music with her, like that's just yeah. her in, and she's like, "I'm just whipping fake band names at you." Um, yeah. Well, and, well, Jim, yeah. what's funny is like she said Corkscrew. You definitely know the band is Corpsecrew. Mm-hmm. Huh. And sure. they've they've gotten a lot of flag for like, oh, it's a punny name, and then like, is it though? Like it's this like goth emo band yeah. of like yeah. of dubious entendre songs. Amazing. Yeah. Remember that little kid Thor? Like that's he's their lead singer. Um, oh God. Yeah. Thanks. I hate them. You're welcome. Uh, I, I, I meant to make the joke corkscrew, corpsecrew, vampires, and I was like, oh, I made a necrophilia joke. Oh. So we're we're gonna run with it. Fine. Oh, that you run with. All right. Sure. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, and and you know I saw you a lot at Rudy's whenever you were there. It's a nice place. 
You went back yeah. since all this? Hmm? You've been back to work since all this? You just kind of been stuck. Oh. I've been kind of stuck at home. And Jim, you get yeah, no. a text on your phone. Oh, no. And it is it is from an unknown number. Proud of you. And it's just a little like a, a little like bear face. Was it? Yeah, Jim. Jim gets a text. Oh, Proud of you. It's a bear face. It's a little bear face. <laughs> and about the um, same time, Addison, I know we're jumping from car to car. You get a text from your phone, and again, an, an unknown number. Smile. And that's that's all that's all you get. And then we're gonna go back to Siren. Who's just drumming away her discomfort. Okay, then we'll switch cars I'm and good. uh Addison and Jace, is there anything you guys want to talk about? Um I think Addison literally just is ignoring Chase's existence and talks to Rebecca. No, Rebecca's not there. It's just her driver. Oh, it's just her driver. Yeah, that, basically, the two sires sent you escorts because uh, you you get the impression that Lucy is going to go her fucking own way, and she doesn't feel like sitting in a car with all you guys. Gotcha. Do 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 I know that driver? Uh, you would know that his name was Thomas, and that he was a ghoul. Okay. Now, <coughs> excuse me. Um, as far as 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 far as his, you would know what goals are as well. Like that would have yep. been part of your instruction. Um, you are aware that his name is Thomas. You do not know his last name. You know that he is uh, one of Rebecca's drivers. And that you haven't really seen him much. Now, you guys, all of you, aside from Jace, uh, were pretty much in Haven the entire last week. So... As far as what his skill set is, you don't know. You just know his name is Thomas. Because in passing, she said, maybe I'll have Thomas take us here so you can learn. I think I, I, I uh, Addison dresses him and, and Thomas, was it? Yes. Do you need something, sir? I'd like to know where you're taking me. Um, it has been arranged that we will take you. And he kind of like looks in review, rearview mirror, and kind of like nods to the car behind him. Because of course, Rebecca Chase's driver is in front. Um, <laughs> of course, that uh, we will be taking you to uh, meet the artists of the city, specifically one of renown uh, and importance in your society, sir. If you paid attention to Lucy, you would know that. Speak when you're spoken to. Man, pissing off the Tremere. Oh, on a ghost day as well. Okay. Um, I want to look at your sheet. I want to look at your sheet, Jace. Uh-huh. This is perfect. I want to look at your sheet real quick. Because I believe I saw something that that would... No? Okay. Well, this does sound of use to me. And he doesn't respond. He just, he nods his head to you and turns back forward. uh, 
Addison continues into his uh, just into his phone, and and he's now he's a he has like an Illustrator app on his phone that he is he's illustrating some things on. He's doing some sketches. Uh, gentlemen, is there anything that you require before we uh, stop off at the Women's Opera Guildhouse? No, thank you so much for the ride. Of course, sir. That'll be all, Thomas. Thank you, sir. And you guys continue driving. Yes, I want a puppy. Awesome reference, by the way. It was a, it was a good... Just wanted to see if you'd give me a puppy. I like cats. Better. Um, and you guys got the impression like he was offering to, uh, if you needed to stop for takeout before you got anywhere. Sure. <laughs> uh, Jim and Tyron, you most definitely did not get that that option. Never mind. What? Nope, nothing. Okay. D- did you, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, just because she, huh? Yes. Go ahead. Just tr- brushing up on my uh, opera knowledge. It's been a while. Oh. Yeah, opera with the drums. I like it. Okay. Uh, mm, <laughs> she's doing the Nick Cannon drum line uh, to, to help her think, which is a deep new girl reference. Um, <laughs> to do the, the drum line from uh, the Nick Cannon solo from Drumline when he's stressed. Um, but no, she's trying, way, to, trying, well. trying to remember uh, just facts and numbers and like any operas ever besides what is it, Carmella or, Car- or something? <laughs> like, she's Car- Carmen, that's what I thought, and then I, my brain went to wrestling instead, and I it, it inserted Carmella. It's not <laughs> the thing. Uh, so she's just trying to rush up on her opera knowledge. And, and as as you do that, you're... Sing some for you? I believe that, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm more trying to go through, like, names and dates, and do you know any of those off the top of your head? Let's um, not quiz me. dates, but I can listen to stuff in some songs. My best friend in college was an opera major. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's rap about that. And, and with that conversation. Later mouse for 15 <laughs> fucking hours. And, and you guys do. You guys talk about uh, and you have the two musicians Yes. Um, in, in a variety of ways. Yeah. Uh, and then you have well, you, you have Addison and Jace on the other <laughs> Yeah. Um. Yeah, the, <laughs> the asshole and the idiot. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say you're an idiot. You 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 like the to push. Idiot. You like to push red buttons. It's fine. This is true. Amazing. So, uh, players and viewers, thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Uh, I do have one last thing um, that I wanted to do tonight uh, <laughs> with recent. Um. I do. I have my own Eleanor. His name is Jace. Likes to push big red buttons. Um, recently in this last week, some things have uh, caught the social media and the public eyes. And I wanted to go ahead and put a link in chat to a organization and charity that I, that I usually do a fundraiser every year for. And it is rain.org. And is the National Sexual Assault Hotline. It is free. It is confidential. It is the one hotline that the American military uses for every single uh, survivor of the worst night of their life. And 
with with everything that's currently happen happening, there are tons of hotlines and tons of help out there for anything that you might need. Rain is the one that I will always always recommend. Uh, it's in my link tree. We do a fundraiser every year. Uh, we'll be doing one in August. I'll be doing one in August. Um, they do more help than anyone who hasn't used them could ever understand. So the number is super simple. 800-656-HOPE. Rain with two N's dot org. And if you ever were Googling help for worst day of you or someone you know's life that is the first reference that always pops up um without getting into too much i wanted to throw that out there for you guys and uh i love you i appreciate you and players vampies my little family is there anything you guys would like to say before we sign off I should okay. listen to Tom Waits. He's really cool. I was going to bring oh, that yeah, up, was... but next week, next time. Thank you. Made it. <sighs> thanks for hanging out. Yeah, yeah thanks, guys. All right. Uh, we're going to go ahead and drop the Discord link in chat if it's. It is. There is a command. Yeah. yeah Come hang out is. with us on Discord. Uh, we love getting little live feeds. Um, we, we have a lot of. Well, we have a few pieces of fan art that have come in over the week. We'd love to share off with you guys. Um, do you guys have any fan art or anything you, you want to? Your viewership is what matters the most, aside from, you know, thank you guys so much for following tonight. We had a couple new followers and a couple new subscribers and a couple new resubs. And <laughs> we lost Pixie's camera clarity again. Fuck she's a you. vampire. She's technically yeah, like a somber, you guys. It doesn't work. You can't see her. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys, uh, we can drop some some art breeder character art that we've come up with. Yeah. But if you guys have anything you would like to share with us, there you go. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shanky. Um, that is that is Rain's hotline right there. Mm-hmm. But if there's anything you guys want to share with us, feel free. Like I said last time, I don't care if they're stick fingers. It would still make me happy. So uh, we're going to sign off. Everybody say good night. And uh, we will see you soon.